Welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, episode 166 of the Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. Jordan and Drew slinging it on the reel, doing the podcast with half our brain tied behind our backs, even though we are two just unqualified white guys, to quote Richard Mendenhall. Drew, how you doing this week? The day of reckoning is upon us. The day of reckoning is at hand. I'm out of my depression. The day of reckoning is upon us, lad. I don't. I tried going Gandalf, but that came out like Lucky Charms. That was bad. I thought. I thought that was Uchid or something. Even my king. Now Uchid's more just like. Uchid's more like a crazy. Like nah, you're that's some kind of hybrid. Lord. Alfred, <laughs> he was my king. All right, we can't. We, no, we're not going down this path. Nor Tories did I want to. Nor did I want to be. <laughs> hello, hello. We're, but we're, I am there. <laughs> I am I said there. We're not going down this path. We're not. We have, we have too much stuff to talk about. Uh, All right, baby. We're, we're back. A lot, of, a lot of NBA. A hey, mini... listen, man. Hey, 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 hey. What? 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 It's, it's good to have Happy Jordan back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm still. I'm, gonna, I'm still not playing fantasy anymore. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna send a handwritten letter to Leanne Rhymes and let I've, her know I've that she saved. All, that she saved us. I've quit all fantasy leagues ten years ago, and it's been fucking amazing. You ever don't, you since don't have, uh, you don't have the blinders on of thinking that Austin Eckler matters. Ever since you traded a uh, MJ MJD for a first round pick, and he blood his knee the next week. Yeah, pretty much. I think that was Peterson, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, assume positions for the world-famous two-brew salute. And a three. And a two. And a... All right, y'all. Big Truck Brewing. Crew Cab. IPA. 6.3%. Big Truck. Yeah, never had it before. Cool. Um, It's a little dank for just a regular old IPA. For 6.3%, it's a little, it's a little on the heavy side. Uh, what you drinking, Drew? Uh, a little Luke Bryan, uh, two lane lager, baby. Two right. lanes you'll never see. Dun, 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 Happy birthday to Mrs. Tomoski, by the way. Yes. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Mrs. Drew. To the Mrs. Yeah. Tori, what you got? Uh, I just had a nice spoonful of 100% honey because I'm sick and I'm getting over a cold and, you know. Nothing better than some honey to help coach your throat whenever you've got a uh, sore throat. of sugar helps the medicine go down, yeah, as they so say. That's what, that's what she I, said. I, I, got, I got honey here. I got a glass of orange juice. I have like a Yeti with water in it. I'm just trying to get my fluids and everything, you know, trying to <sighs> trying to get back on the, on the mend. Yeah. Pump, pump I, I wish I, I could really use some uh, green Greek green mountain tea or whatever. I was, right? uh, but, that's a good, uh, good segue because that's what I was to say while we're talking birthdays. Big big happy birthday shout out to front of the pod. I love Teddy Os Rapantis. I love Teddy Os Rapantis. Big, happy big birthday, big dog. 12, 12 22, big, big day in history. Also, while we're talking about birthdays, shout out to me. Uh, my birthday was yesterday. No, no, it wasn't. But I'm back, baby. I'm back. I had a birthday once. I had a birthday once. All right, let's get into this. Um, did, uh, question. Uh, damn it. Never mind. Let's get in. Let's get into boxing. Let's let's do this thing. Okay. Bam. 
Bam. Bam, bam. Rodriguez. In my, even in my depressed state, I totally nailed this. Nailed it. I said he's basically going to pull a Devin Haney, but maybe not as badly. It was actually worse. Like, Sonny Edwards was a hype job. <laughs> oh, he's really good footwork. Okay. Like, nice. So, to, Bam, Bam is in a whole other class. Um, just, you know, gets him out of there and what? Eighth, ninth round, they they throw in the towel from the stool. I think um, it was I think it was the ninth. We're going into the ninth. Going into the, yeah, I mean he's just totally obliterated yeah. in the face. Uh, insane cuts over both one one over the eye, one under the other eye. Yeah, dude, he just he, I mean Bam was just bigger, longer, stronger, better. I'm trying to think of Big, bigger, other better things, other things that rhyme with that, but um, I I was. Uh, I don't know who the hell had this fight even after four. I I I gave Edwards one round and I was just feeling generous. I, and I actually, my wife. Edwards, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I tweeted it out. My Wi-Fi went out twice, like right before the fight, and then in the middle, I think of the third or fourth round, it was out yeah. for like it was out for like sixty, seventy seconds, and then when it yeah. came back on, like Edwards landed a couple combos before the bell rang. I'm like. All right, I, I I guess I'll just give this to Edwards because he's he just needs rounds. So I thought Bam completely dominated, uh, jabbed the hell out of him. Great body, I mean, just tremendous, tremendous body Everything. work. And like this is where I where I when I say like you can actually tell like this body work actually impacted Edwards because he just was it just looked like he was walking with cement in his shoes. Um, as Bam was starting to fill up that basement with water. Um, guy slowed down, just didn't have it. There was no zip on his punches. Um, you know, a little bit of a, you know, not a, not a huge heavy hitter Edwards, but I mean, he does have a little bit of pop, but he, you know, once Bam just started working his body, he just, he took it, he just took it out of him. Uh, I, I mean, I will say credit to Edwards. I mean, no excuses after the fight it was just, you know, you don't hear you hear a lot of guys say that, and then they come up with a million excuses afterwards. But he just was like, "Shit, guy was just way better than me." So good, uh, good for him. Bam. That I mean, if he wasn't on your pound for pound list already, he's probably he's probably just right there. The fact there. that he's gone up and down, you know, the 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 lower yeah. weight classes just to like go one fifteen, one twelve. So he's gonna go back to one fifteen. We'll see if they can get him to want to strata fight. Uh, I mean, there's yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know how long Inouye is for 122. I mean, once once he, assuming I know that people are talking about that, it's that's so premature. Yeah, I mean, so, assuming so well, Man- Manix brought up a good point on his podcast today, or I listened to it today. You know, Bam's already going to 115. Like he's already said. I know. That. I, I well, I've, I've listened to Manix. I've listened to the. Other I mean, guys. they were just like, saying like he like it's it's a struggle. He blows it's a, up in between fights. Blah blah blah. That's it's just a stretch. It's a it's a huge yeah. stretch. I mean, I'll be I get I'll, I'll be curious if in a way. To me, if, that's like saying Boots and it's needs to fight Carl or uh, Carl Crawford, <laughs> Carl Crawford, um, Bud Crawford. Like that just they're they're at different points in their careers. Yeah. All I would say, yeah. Well, before I was interrupted like six times. Um, How's it feel? Assuming, well, awful because I actually like interrupt for like good reasons. You're just <laughs> spew, you're just you're just spewing nonsense. Um, Un- untrue. Assuming that he, I was just here for the Carl Crawford uh, reference. <laughs> Carl Frompton, yeah, because Bo- Boots and Carl Frompton. That's that's a that's a hot it's a hot hot fight. All right, we're make to get your together. point. Make your point. I'm sorry. If Inouye cleans out 122 here on the 26, like we all expect him to completely obliterate. Tylus, Tapas, Tapas, Tapias, whatever the hell his name is. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know if he's what the, what, he might as well get at twenty six. Like what's what what what's what's there? What's for him at twenty two? He already beat the best guy at twenty two. Yeah, exactly. He's taking those two belts. Like he may go to twenty six if he's actually going to stay down there for a little bit. Like it's not inconceivable that like Bam could move up to one twenty two if he's struggling. If he's struggling to make one fifteen and like he's going to go to one eighteen, get one fight in at one eighteen, and if like you feel comfortable, like and get a get a big money fight with it. Why not? I just think that's so far off. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, you're gonna ask in a way to stick around for some unknown reason. Uh, there, there's more challenges. I, I agree. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know and, how. I don't. I don't know what Inouye's. Inouye could retire after he goes undisputed at 122. He could, and and but, just say, hey, fuck it, like, because he's remember, he's third. Like, he's not. He's you know he's not. Yeah, he just started 30. late. He's I mean, 30 years old. Yeah, exactly. He's 30. So, so like. He he can fight. He could also fight for five or six more years. Which he could, is like yeah, ten or twelve fights. And if he's gonna do that, like, why stick around and fight Bam? What I would, what I think his a greater legacy would be is if he takes the Loma path and is like, yeah, even though I'm a smaller guy, now he's not gonna go up to one thirty five, but one twenty six, one thirty. Like if he if he could stretch it to one thirty and win a, a like. Knock some heads at 130. Well, like watch that, it. That's, well, that's legendary. Well, I mean, right he there. could go right to 126 and fight that dude that just beat Rebezi. That'd be that'd be pretty wild. That guy's like that would like be, that would six, be an awesome. That guy's like six seven. It always like five four. Dude, that would be fantastic. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'd yeah. much rather I see that than like let's blow up Bam and like keep in a way like tiny and like try and make this like mega like rush this mega fight. I, I don't I don't want to do that. Uh, fair enough, man. Fair enough. So I think I'm the only one like in that camp, but like that's just no. I don't. I mean, I'm just listen. I'm trying to make. There's not a lot of guys in. I, I'm just looking at the weight classes. Like there's just not a lot of guys at 122. I'm just, and I'm just saying, if he wants to stay at 122 for a little while, if like 126 is a little bit of a stretch for him, you know what? I mean, it's not nuts, but that's fine. Uh, to, me, for, I mean, to me, he he seems like he's cut from the Loma cloth where he just wants to have like a legacy. Yeah. Like I mean, oh, I mean, he's already got that. So, but yeah, if he wants to just keep going and going. He, well, I yeah, I get it, but like, why wouldn't he keep going and going? Yeah, it's true. Try to be undisputed three way classes. Like just hang out. Like he's like he either hang out at a division where he easily dominates, or yeah, just, I'm trying to think who else has. I think or Lee Wood. Like why? Like why just fight nobodies? I guess. Yeah, who's at 126? Lee, I think Lee Wood still has a title, even though he's he said he's gonna go up. It's the guy, um, I think, the, the, uh, Bronco, right? The, the guy who just beat Robezi. <clears throat> the guy uh, was it Lopez who you don't like who throws that like fucking mean mean uh, uppercut. Who, who's just uh, very who's, full. Uh, the guy who lost the tank. No, 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 no. The guy he's from top rank. He beat um, he beat Warrington and he beat um, okay, uh, McConlin. He just yeah. fought, and you were like, "Who's this guy? I think he is fucking Roy Jones." Yeah, I forget. Um, yeah, it's fine. So they, fine. I mean, top top rank controls two of the belts. I think Matchroom's got the oh Cordinia and uh, and yeah, and then Lee Wood. So yeah, maybe. Um, oh dang it! It's, there's a big guy. I just thought I just forgot. Um, Ray Vargas. No. At one twenty six. Yeah. Like uh, like big as in tall or like a big name. A, a big name. I mean, Warrington's I still there. No. Oh, Junto Nakatani's one twenty six, right? Uh no, he's at no, he's at like one eighteen, isn't he? 
Oh, he's at one eighteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's super. Yeah, because they were small. talking about Bam. Now, now that would be a good. Yeah, that's for true. Bam. Yeah, beautiful fight for Bam. That yeah. makes more sense to me. Yeah, and that guy's got some fucking power. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. that makes more sense. Um, yeah. But um, dang it, who am I? Who am I thinking of at one twenty six? Oh, I, oh, like I said, just Bronco Lara. That's that's a big one. Uh, I mean, after Lee Wood starched his ass, that'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. Fun, fun. And, and I mean, Robesi's there too. So, Robesi, yeah. There's guys. Yeah, there's names. That's there's, true. There's point. dudes. Well, Figueroa. I mean, that's you know they got to cross the street. And... Oh, how about Fulton too? Yeah, do the rematch. Oh wait, oh wait, he just had that. that never... I was thinking of uh, if Fulton goes back down. Well, Fulton's going to, if he goes if they're both going to 26. Yeah, I'm. I was thinking if Fulton stays at 22 though. For Bam or for Inouye? Bam. So so Bam, so Bam versus Fulton's not a stretch, but Bam versus Inouye is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just because sure. I think Fult, I, I I think Fulton has more work to do with the weight class. Sure. I don't think, like like frame wise, no. I like I th- I don't think it makes sense, but I just think for like yeah. legacy wise. Yeah, I mean he I mean he had two titles and Tapius was just afraid to fight him. So. That's true. He's only he's only he's only fighting Inouye for the payday. He the payday, he knows he's gonna yeah. get fucking waxed. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, how about uh, oh, no, never mind. That guy's all right. Let's move on. The day of reckoning. The day of reckoning is upon us. Forty dollars on ESPN pay per view. Disown. Or d- it's also on ESPN pay per view. Is it? Yes. Are you sure? A hundred percent. Tori, Tori, fact check, fact, fact check him. You could buy it on ESPN or Disown. Either fact one. check him, Tori. Already looked it up, bruh. Ah shit, you're you, right. I'm damn out of, it. Yeah, I'm out of my right. depression. I'm back on the horse, baby. You're back on top of things. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. Don't say damn. We actually got it right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Good call. Good call. Good tweet. Stacked Good tweet. card of Names everywhere. Light heavyweight, uh cruiserweight, and heavyweight. We got we got all kinds of guys. And we are gonna go through uh, uh I dare I say the we're gonna build a parlay of reckoning. Dare I say, <coughs> go through. You want to go through every fight here, Drew? Um, we don't have to. Let's go through the the big. Well, let's uh, just say. Let's just make our picks on on every fight. Yeah, that's fine. For you, want to say for the parlay or do it now? Uh, let's just do it now. Let's just go all through right, all. Go ahead. Them. Go all ahead. Right. Frank Sanchez is fighting a guy named Junior Fa. Frank Sanchez is minus sixteen hundred. Uh, Frank Sanchez. Yeah, you want to go on the cards? Oh, this is he's minus three forty for the stoppage. Oh, let's just pick. Let's just go winners. Winner. Okay. Let's not get cute. Oh, we're getting cute. Uh, Frank Frank Sanchez. All right, Philip Hergovich back in action. He's minus five thousand versus some guy Mark Demori. <laughs> Hergovich. Hergovich by stoppage on this one. He's minus fourteen hundred by stoppage. He's he's getting the stoppage. Um. All right. All right. I, I I never pronounce this right, but like Jai Opatea, he's the Australian guy that has a um, I think it's a is it a, no it's not a light heavy it's a cruiserweight title yeah. I think, yeah, the over under in this one's five and a half, um he's fighting some guy I I've heard them I've heard people say this is the biggest mismatch on the card, <laughs> um, the the odds don't say so but I think he stops this guy. What do you think? Sure. All right. Cool. Cool. Building a good one. Um, Mock Mudov 
top ranks kind of uh, guy they're trying to build up. He's fighting a guy named Agit Kabayel. Wait, is this like the is this like the seven foot Olympian? Yes, remember is, this guy kept getting punched in the nuts, right? I don't, I don't remember. Who was the guy who kept getting punched in the nuts? Wasn't wasn't that a, a, a job bay? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the overrunner of this fight's five and a half, so this is another one where it's probably another KO, right? Sure. Um, do we take it here? Why not? We're already getting silly. Minus eleven hundred. Let's just let's just do the winner. Minus eleven hundred. Okay. All right. Now to some of the bigger names. Dimitri Bivol. Bivol. Back in action versus Lyndon Arthur. Who is supposed to be a pretty sturdy guy? IBO, he's an IBO champion. If you if you respect that federation, um, the over is of ten and a half is uh, the favorite minus one sixty. The under is plus ten and a half. But, uh, but just, the, the decision, I would just say Bivol to win. We're doing decision. He, he's not going to knock him out. He hasn't had a knockout since twenty seventeen. Okay. This is so good. We're, we're going to put this into a round robin, by the way. So even if you miss one, the, all your others are still alive. Okay. Oh, it's going to be so good. Um, Dubois versus Big Baby Jarrell Miller. God, I can't, um, I can't believe that they're letting this guy fight again. I, I, I know. I can't believe it's this so guy. Absurd. It's so absurd. Came in at, what did he weigh in at, 330? Is that what he came in at? 334. Wow. He's going to have 100. I, I knew he was going to be over 300. He's going to have a 90, like a 90 to 100 pound weight advantage, which is just like obscene. So, um, no, sorry, I hit my login here. This is probably the tightest odds on the card. Yeah. I I feel like Miller, I still feel like Miller is going to win because Dubois is a quitter. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I think too. So, I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm, <sighs> just take the upset. I would just take the win. Or, or, or by stoppage. I just would say he would. Who's, who's favorite? Dubois? Dubois' favorite minus 245. Really? Miller's plus 190. Yeah. I'd, let's take the upset. Yeah, I agree. Let's go big baby Miller. Yeah, let's take the upset. He was funny. His, his, his trash dog was funny. He's like, he's like, yeah, Dubois' stupid. He's like, my he's like my balls are bigger than his brain. Yeah, that guy's a big trash talker. But uh, he's like, a loser. He's, he, a, he's, he's a, a loser. Yeah. yeah. Andy, Andy, yeah, I hope Andy Ruiz sends him a Christmas card every uh, every year because if it wasn't for him, he would never gotten his title shot. Yeah. All right, we ready for this? Deontay. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm waiting for you. Deontay Bomb Squad. Wow. Well, now he's got a new name, Doctor Sleep. That right hand's like Nyquil. Put you put you to bed. Oh baby. That's what he said in the way in today. Minus he's mi minus six hundred and fifty versus Joseph Parker, Parker. plus four hundred and fifty. Um, yeah, I. What do you think the overall? Well, I again, I, I, I was like, we are, we won't, we won't reference the uh, where we got, where I got the information from, but somebody had said that Parker or that uh, Deontay Wilder knockout was plus four hundred. I'm like we are. I was like we might put we might put four hundred dollars on that and just just fund our merch if that's real. No, um, this is this is what happened, Mister Kenobio, hey, fr fr friend of the pod. Names. He 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 accidentally misread it on the inside <laughs> boxing live. That was nuts. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I was like, do people really do people really think that like I had like Parker's? secondhand like 
I was like, no, Dan, reread it, reread. It. I was like, I was like Walter White in the back of the. Dan, no, 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 you're saying it wrong. Reread it, no, Dan. <laughs> they're uh, they're actually they're doing they're doing a watch along tomorrow for the uh, at like two thirty. So I yeah. guess they're gonna do like the, the big three fights. Um, what's over under? You think? Uh, uh, six and a half. Yeah. Did you see it? No. Yeah, six and a half. If if his just it's I just figured I was gonna say a fifth or sixth round knockout is what I was gonna. Yeah, say. Yeah, and I was gonna say because if the knockouts uh, minus four hundred, I'm like, yeah, they're probably it's gonna be quick. It'll it'll likely be quick. So, um, but that's usually what you have. I mean, if it's not a ten and a half, it's usually it's usually Wilder six by and stoppage a, minus four hundred. Yeah, let's do that. I this whole this whole thing with uh, you know ah Parker's durable this and that. I mean the the juggernaut. Everybody's durable until they hit that right hand. What I, you know, as I always quote quote him, you gotta be you gotta be perfect for twelve rounds. I just gotta be perfect for two seconds. Uh, he came in light, man, two thirteen. I, I he he came in. I, I didn't realize because I didn't watch it because it was a waste of time and so I didn't give a shit. But I guess he came in pretty similar against um, Hellenius. But yeah, Wilder, you know, he's a he's come he's a little guy again. So we'll we'll see. I I'm curious. I'm curious to see how what his approach is, um, with Parker. Because he didn't really get, I mean, you know, Hellenius lasted, uh, you know, less than a round. So I'd be curious to see if he tries to do that, like, the belly jabs and stuff that he was doing to Fury in in the third fight. Or if he's just out there just completely headhunting for the right hand. Uh, I'm I'm very, this, while while the main event is going to be the closest fight, uh, this one has me the most intrigued because I just want to see. I, I'm just curious to see how Wilder actually approaches the fight, being this, out of the ring this long. Yeah, uh, other than the, his what minute and a half versus Hellenius. Yeah, and then his his previous two fights, he got the shipping out of him. So. Yeah, yeah. I I th- I think Parker gives him some rounds and then just walks into the the bomb. Goes, goes to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Which leads us to the big guy. My guy. My guy. My guy. Nothing you can do because I'm stuck like glue to my guy. My guy. AJ. Joshua. AJ, we love you. AJ. Positively adore you. AJ. Sonny. Uh, Yeah. AJ is a minus 380 Otto Valin who gave Fury hell. Yeah, say for anyone if you don't for anyone that doesn't know Otto Valin, this is the guy right before Fury Wilder was about to take place. Fury fought him on well, um, the second one. Yeah, the second fight. Um, what what which 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 hot which which uh, Mexican holiday is in September? Um, I don't know. So whatever that that's they were fighting on that day. I still remember it. And in the fifth round, Otto just busts open Tyson Fury's eye. And you know, if if there wasn't hundreds of millions of dollars at stake, that fight would have absolutely been it stopped. And Otto Wallin would have been your your lineal heavyweight champion of the world. Because um, absolutely no no way. I, I I still don't even know how they got that fight to the finish line. To be honest with you. Yeah, me either. Uh, Me- Mexican holiday in September is Cinco de Mayo. 
I thought that, I thought that no, was. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's, oh. it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, isn't that the one in May? It, it's uh, El Grito. It's their Independence Day. Independence Day. Okay, yeah, they oh, fought. Yeah, Independence Day. Nice. Yeah, they 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 and fought. I, and I'm, they and fought I, the... I'm being told I nailed that pronunciation. Bang. Nailed it. Nailed it. And uh, another another interesting parallel. Uh, ben Davidson, who was Fury's trainer for that fight, that was his last fight as Tyson's Fury tra- Fury's trainer. Other Davidson kind of you know brought him back from the dead. Uh, he 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 trained Joshua for this fight, so Joshua didn't use, um, what's his face? Who's Spence's guy? Oh, Derek James. Uh, not like a permanent. It's not a permanent thing. Just I think you know I I'm assuming that Derek James has just been busy with um he had he had Ryan Garcia. I I assume they're doing stuff with Spence for the for the Crawford rematch and. Uh, so he's he's using Ben Davidson. So um, I like Ben Davidson. I I you know I I still think that was a huge mistake for Josh Taylor to to to, to move on from him. Um, but I'm curious to see what what his game plan is, having having you know gone in there against uh, Valim before. He, listen, he's he's well, he's a live dog. Um, Joshua, like I can just you know the whole thing with Joshua is what's his ment- what's his psyche. What's his mentality? Um, you know, hasn't been hasn't been like the the rabid killer that he once was um, the last few years. You know, he did have a he, he did have a pretty sensational knockout against Hellenius, but you know, I mean, let's be honest. You know, I mean, Hellenius is 40, 40 years old. Um, you know, he. I, I'd like to see the Anthony Joshua that fought Usyk in the rematch. Because listen, Joshua was Joshua could have easily won that fight if um, if Usyk just caves there after uh, AJ lays the beating on him in in that ninth round. If he just comes up and doesn't wake up and just completely um, behave like a champion, AJ easily could have won that fight. Going kind of going back to that, you know that that power power jab one two. You know, being a little bit cautious, but actually taking taking some more chances. You know, he he if he had taken a few more, you know, maybe maybe he ends up ends up winning that fight. Um, but that's that's the style I'd like to see him in there with Vivali because got Usyk's the southpaw, uh, Alin's the southpaw. Um, you know, it's well, a date. According to CompuBox, both these guys obviously AJ's been jabbing a ton, but uh, Valine just coming off of a uh, most jabs ever by a heavyweight. Is that right? So, yeah. So when he, I, he fought in September, right? Yeah. So I yeah. think that it starts out slow, but honestly, because of Valine being a southpaw, I think there's going to be openings. I I think he really pushes Joshua. Yeah, and he's going. And I think Joshua. Wh- what everybody says is that Valine's a live dog. I think Joshua digs deep. And actually finds that spark. And stop. Oh, I, I think it's going to be a stop. Wait, hold too. on, hold on. Hold oh, on, sorry. Good. Finds that spark that everyone's been wanting. I think he gets a knockdown, I, but I do think it goes to the cards. I think he wins a oh, okay. close. I think he wins a close decision, either one sixteen or one seventeen. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say let's let's take AJ on the card. I would just say to pick AJ to win because I don't. I I have a, I I don't know. I just you have a feeling you might stop him. I do. I, I, th- I do. I think. I think the right hand is going to be there because of the of, of Valine's stance. Yeah. And what I can't picture in my mind, 
either it's either going to be the uppercut or the hook to the body, and I, I'm not God, sure which one. I, nothing, nothing, no, Santa. Nothing would make make my Christmas than seeing the vintage AJ uppercut, which was I know, I know. which was the the second most dangerous punch in all boxing behind Wilder's right hand for just the longest time. It's just it's so special. It's so beautiful. Just just give it back to us. Give it back to us this one time. This one time. Um, I think he's gonna win. I'm, but again, this again, this is a, a you know, if you believe the rumors, they've already signed. I, whether it's whether it's it's right after Fury Usyk or not, Wilder and Joshua. I mean, that's why they're on the same card here um, to fight in March in Saudi Arabia, assuming they both win. So like I'm I'm surprised they're they're you know they're putting AJ in there with someone as game as as Valine. I mean you easily could have just put him in there with you know who I can't even think who's like another like kind of I don't know maybe a Charles Martin rematch or Dilly oh wait oh yeah well oh Dilly felt the drug test so I guess that would have been a bad look. <laughs> um, that you probably could have found a lighter touch, but uh you know AJ that's that's why I like AJ. It's gonna be his third time fighting this year. Like he wants to be active and like. You know he's fighting good guys. Like he's 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 got the best the best resume at heavyweight, and I yeah. still again I I just I don't think it's I don't think it's particularly close. Usyk will probably be the best if he once he fights Fury here, um, to, because he would have fought Joshua Joshua and beat him twice, and he's gonna get in there with with Tyson Fury. But I'm I'm looking forward to it again. I'm probably AJ's biggest. Uh, Biggest fan here in America. I'm always, I'm always going at the Twitter trolls to try to shit on Joshua and make it seem like he's trash and never really fought anybody and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, he never, never backed down from anybody. He, he fought all his mandatories. Fought Usyk when he didn't have to. He could have just, he could have just, you know, forfeited one of the belts. And you know, the, remember they had the Tyson Fury fight set up. I know, I know. Are we done? Are no, we done? no, I know. I'm never gonna be done. Giving, giving AJ the quick tug, man. I love that guy. I know you do. Let's go, AJ. Let's All right. go. All right, let's discuss this bet. This, okay. This, this is what we're going to do. It's it's We're going to do a... Uh, um, we're going to do a round robin. I don't, I don't even know what that means, but all right, sure. That, mean, that means you bet all the parlays, all the different ways... It's two hundred and forty-seven dollars. Oh, I just found. Oh, yeah, you, you, you. Oh, yeah, my buddy just did one of those. Yeah. It's so it's two hundred and forty-seven bets. Yeah, is what it is. So we're gonna put thirty cents on each bet. If they, it's seventy-four dollars. Okay. Ten cents. If they all hit, we win three hundred and thirty bucks. I feel like I, I. What? That's it. Yeah, because it's the parlay. You only you're only putting thirty cents on the parlay. Oh. All right, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. 30 cents on everything. The parlay will juice up to 10 bucks. Okay. So the so if the parlay hits, the parlay will win us 125 bucks. All right, so go back one more time. What are we doing? We're doing Sanchez to win, right? Um yeah, oh, crap. All right. Yeah, so we got um Sanchez to win minus 1600. Hergovic stoppage minus fourteen hundred, Opatea stoppage minus six fifty, Mahmudov minus eleven hundred, Bevel by decision minus one ten, Big Baby Miller plus one ninety, 
Oh God. Oh yeah. Our, I'm sure our, our listeners love that. Um, Deontay by stoppage minus four hundred. AJ to win minus three eighty. Ten bucks gets you one hundred and twenty-five bucks on that if all those hit. Okay. And then for we're spending seventy-three on the round robin to see like to try and get a partial. So it's eighty-three dollars to win a total of four hundred fifty-one. That's right. We took we took a lot of the big favorites, man. That's why minus sixteen hundred, minus fourteen hundred, minus eleven hundred. Yeah. All right. Let's let's ride. So I'll I'll take that fifty bucks of petty cash you sent me. Put it into the account. Boom. Let's ride. Okay. I'm in. That is the parlay of reckoning. Ning 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 ning. Um, sweet, sweet. Uh, bu- 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 deposit the 50 that you gave me, and done. Done. Done, so. Okay. <coughs> love it. Love love what's hey, happening there. Hey, did we talk about Live Golf real quick last week? About Rombo? I think we did. We talked yeah. about that like a month ago, bro. God, okay. Um... Okay, well then let's talk about. The that's NBA how we. That's though. how. That's how we got into the whole Tatanka thing. Oh yeah, you're right. Money, 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 money. But there, there. Everybody's got a price. Ha! Now a let let's set the table for a mini two for one. Bang! Nice. Okay. Table uh, set. So, so we got Tori here. T Bone. The ball is tipped. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about a couple things, namely, in-season tournament, what it meant for the regular season, what what, what you guys are seeing from here. And also, you know what? We're going to do our usual Christmas Day parlay, too, on the five NBA games. <laughs> so, who wants to take it first? Tori, Drew, what, what are you thinking of the – let's get Tori in here. Tori, yeah. what, do you, what do you think of the regular season so far? Uh, and, and then to follow up, what would you think of the in-season tournament, how it played out? This is the best regular season in the history of the NBA. Uh <laughs> In-season tournament was the best thing ever to happen to the NBA. Um, the NBA players could do nothing wrong. And if you so much as dare to boo them, then you <laughs> do not know basketball. And you are a simple we're, we are, we're, 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 we're We're classier than that here. Come on, on guys. We don't, we for, don't like half, for, for like half a second, I actually thought like he was being serious and that wasn't like a sarcastic take. I'm like, are we – should I go? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you uh, know, uh, I told you at the beginning of the season, you, whenever we did things we're not excited for, and I said half the league, uh, looking at you Pistons, looking at you Spurs, looking at you uh, Wizards, Trailblazers, Trailblazers, like there's. So we we have we have, you know, when everyone's telling us how there's everyone's so good in the NBA now. We have one, two, three, four, five. There's six teams in the league that still don't have ten, at least ten wins. And the crazy part is Memphis is trending upwards, and they still, they're still not there. 
<laughs> oh, I got I got that circled on my. But, uh, uh, yeah. I got I got I got my piece of paper here with. You our, know, the, uh, the, fir- the first half has been you know, pretty much marked by how abysmal a few of these teams have been, and no one's really separated themselves. I think we've seen some teams overperform. Um, Minnesota's been playing a lot. A lot better the, the than biggest, they did the biggest, year. Ad, the big, the, the the biggest f you to this podcast is the Timberwolves yeah. coming out here and just going on a, a an effing tear and being twenty one and six. Yeah, well, this My, is what I I'm, thought uh, they were gonna do last year. Yeah, I I feel like I just keep giving up on these Western Conference teams, especially, but I just keep giving up on these teams uh, too early. Just too early. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I'm there before the run. <laughs> and then you and miss then, it, and then, and, and, then the and then I don't yeah. have any money left to bet it. Yeah, I mean, so far on the before we talk in season tournament, um, uh, some of the high—I mean, the high spot, obviously. I mean, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder in in the Western Conference right now, eight, 18 and eight. Uh, SGA looks like he's taking his game to even another level. Uh, I mean, I know I own tons of SGA stock, but um, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's he's. I still for all the polls that I've won on this podcast, it's still sixth in my crawl. That I lost that like fantasy team one we did, where I was the only one that that squeaked in SGA and I lost, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like just the fact that I had SGA and none of you losers did. Like I should have won that bowl. Um, <laughs> he's been good, and man, Chet, I gotta, I'm gonna listen. I, I was I, gonna say, how about how about one of us picking? I, hold on, uh, so you know why? Do you... Sky, Sky's always got to fucking steal my thunder here. It was. Can we go? Thunder. Can we? Can, oh, can I we see go... what you did. You're, can we? The thunder. Can, yeah, you see what I did there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah can yeah, we? Yeah. Can we go back to you not talking? Um, I, we, I know we love the Gronk spike on this podcast and we, we all, we all always forget all the shit we get wrong and only the couple of things we get right. Um, but I, I'm a man, I'm, I'm a man to admit I was wrong. Uh, man, Chet Holgram has looked awesome. I, I kept calling him like, like seven, seven foot, seven foot McLovin last year. And told the magic not to overthink it and just take Ben Caro because he's the best player in the draft. Now listen, Ben Caro's been great too. Like it's not like Ben Caro yeah. isn't probably the better of the two right now. But I did not expect Chet to bulk up the way. I mean, again, he's not. He's still not. You know, he's not Jokic or anything. But he's. You know, he looks like he really. Put, he really put a lot of time into his body last year when he was when he was out and couldn't play. Um, and defensively, man, like he's just. You know. Okay, him, him, Wembyana, and Davis uh, lead the league in blocks, like total blocks, which is just like My, insane, insane to think about. So um, there, but this is this is now this is the time where Presty needs to impress me because I've never been a Sam Presty fan. Um, like you have all these draft picks, all these draft picks, you have all these young guys that you've drafted. Like you're not going to be able, you know, you're going to keep the guys that you can. Like, go make a move. I, I don't know who I don't know who that is. Um, that would help them. They, like, I'm not saying they need to go out and get you know Donovan Mitchell because God knows I wouldn't bring that guy into my my organization anyway. But like, I don't know. Like, if Caruso and DeRozan are available, like, why wouldn't you move Lou Dort and like three firsts if that's like what the price would be for those guys? Get some. You get you get you get some vet. Yeah. You get a vet. You get a veteran in. DeRozan, who can, you know, a little bit, you know, a little good jump shooter. Um, again, he's a mid-range guy, but, you know, he's, you know, he's started um, 
he started to be able to play the two, three, the two and the three, the yeah, the three a little bit more. I think I mean he's even played the four a little bit for for Chicago. But you have a more versatile guy um, offensively, which I think is important for them. And then Caruso is just a dog. Um, I love Caruso. I'm, I'm hoping, and I'll I'll bring up the Eastern Conference uh, awesomeness next. Uh, I, that's my target. But just like stop hoarding. Like you're not gonna be able to use all these picks. So like you have windows close fast in the NBA. You know, in all sports, windows windows close fast unless you have uh, you know a Ponzi scheme going on um, in your organization. But like you know, you're go for it. Like there's no one's really separated themselves. Like and yeah, Denver's probably still the cream of the crop of the West. But like, make a move, man. Like just go for it. That that's why I, that's for me what Oklahoma City should do. Any any other thoughts on OKC? Uh, my my big Chet Holmgren uh thing. I I thought he was gonna be softer. I did. He plays a little bit like angry and pissed off. And I he is playing. Like yeah, that. he's playing meaner. Yeah, he's playing know, meaner. And, and I think that's like the big difference from watching him play now that I did not see in college. I'm like, whoa, this guy's yeah. fuck. He he wants it. Like he he goes and attacks and he's not scared. And you know, it, who wants it? it? Who wants it? I'll show it. I'll show it. Oh yeah, yeah. Great, great, um, great. Uh, but yeah, I, I think great. I think she's we, out of my great. She's out of my league reference. Thank you. I think uh, you and I were both on. Uh, on the thunder trending upwards, you know, and I said they were a wing away or, or like a, from being like really, really good. Um, I, I think they are, like you said, they're, they're that second piece, like, uh, you know, one, one more big complimentary piece away. But I, I right. and let me throw I this. Re- I really do like the what thunder, they got going and on. And then we can move on. So they have picks, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. All right. I'm going to throw this at you guys. No, I, no, and no. I don't think of this. I don't even – I wouldn't do this, but you tell me if it makes sense. I question if he's good all the time. <laughs> no. Zion? No. I When I trade for – when I make a trade for Zion Williamson? The, the Thunder. No. Well, no. The, the good thing about Zion is I just saw today they said something about his contract for the next three years is not, not guaranteed. guaranteed. So yeah, he didn't make the game. No, I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to use the assets for a guy that I can't trust to be healthy. Like yeah. when I need him. Yeah. No, that's a no. Yeah. That's a that, that's a non-starter for me. Now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of this guy. I think he's way better than I thought he'd be. But if you're staying with that team, like I'd probably give up a couple for Ingram. Ingram. That, yeah. Well, that I was gonna go yeah. there next. Ingram yeah. or McCollum? Um, nah, not CJ. You got the. I mean, just he just had the collapse lung and not that. Eh. Yeah, he's a little long in the tooth. Now, I, I would I would take Ingram because I got Ingram. I want I want. I, that's I, not that star power that you were. talking Yeah, about. I just I want a guy. I want a guy that can put the ball in the basket, can stretch the floor because I feel like they still like need that because I just don't outside of he's SGA. He's a little longer. He could cover a little bit. Yeah, more. I just don't trust a lot, some of their guys outside of SGA and obviously fucking Isaiah Joe. Fuck you, Glenn Rivers. Um, <laughs> I don't really trust. I don't. I don't trust a lot of guys to consistently make jump shots. And again, I haven't watched all, a lot of their games, so I I don't know. Maybe the stats would suggest I'm just being uneducated towards the Thunder. But like that's that's why I say DeRozan because I know I know DeRozan I can rely on him to make to make jump shots and like that's kind of that's kind of what I would I w- I would say oh, man how about man is there anybody available on Charlotte do the deal for Clay <laughs> um, Charlotte I don't I, who knows who cares mm, I don't think no I'm saying like for does, them to trade for yeah I, not I, really I don't think so not really no. 
I, I uh, certainly wouldn't want any. Now, the only guy that I would even want on that team is is PJ Washington, and he does. He's they got plenty of PJ Washingtons. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. they need. Yeah, it's not what they need. So um, I would maybe try and get like Bogdanovich, possibly from Atlanta. Give him a little shooting, or or Bogdanovich from. I mean, has he even played yet from Detroit? I haven't watched a single Detroit. Well, yeah, outside the Sixers I, games. I I don't watch Detroit basketball. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Uh, yeah, nobody does. Um, all right. Well, that's that's the that's the Thunder. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, I I think there's only one right answer for this too. And God knows I was all over this when, let's see, where did you put them, J.O.? Six, Tori at five. Yeah, so not too bad. But, man, how about how about, how about the uh, in the clubhouse leader for MVP right now, Joel Embiid and the 76ers? Nice. 10, 9, 8, 76ers. Well, all the doom and gloom with Harden. What was going to happen? Even without, even before, if, even if they didn't trade him, well, I, what, I think. What did I tell you? I said they need to get rid of him early. Then they could just concentrate on basketball and figure I, out their I, team. And I didn't yeah, even Tori think. Tori actually kind of nailed that one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, before they before they even moved him, they were still. Uh, They're still good. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they were. They were still coming out of the gate winning winning basketball games. Um, and were. I think they. I think they. Yeah, I think they started out six. Were they six and one before they traded him? Maybe. But anyway, um, man, they look great. Embiid is, man, he's. I don't. I don't want to say Joker esque the way that he's he's playing, but his Nick Nurse has just finally like unlocked like what Joel Embiid Joel Embiid could Beast be. Mode. Dude, thirty. He's average. First off, he's averaging thirty five points a game, which is wild because this isn't like a James Harden thirty five points a game like. He's he's being incredibly efficient, like uh, thirty five points, eleven point eight rebounds, a career high, six assists, one point one steals, two blocks. The turnovers are still, excuse me, are still way too high at three point eight a game. But anybody that anybody that says Joel Embiid is not the front runner for M, and I don't know what FanDuel and that stuff has. There, there is no nobody else is ahead of Joel Embiid in the MVP race right now, and if and if you think they are, you don't know basketball. So after I swore I, I would I would stop the the Joker hate, this is gonna this is become this is gonna become a thing again in about a month and a half when people are people are picking Joker again over <laughs> over him. Joker's um, fantastic as well. It's just gonna start again. He's so, been I mean, he's been sensational. Ma- given. Maxi Maxi has gone gone to the next level uh, like we had hoped, and man. <laughs> Kelly fucking Oubre has been so good. I, when when he got in the hit and run, it was like, man, can this team just effing have a normal year one time? Now now this great story, this guy that they signed for the vet minimum is like basically the the sixth man of the year, the first 12, 13 games of the season, and then he gets gets hit by a car. It's like, <laughs> can we just be normal? Can we just be normal? Um, but they they you know they uh they stayed the course. Uh, Nick Nick Batum's actually been you know awesome for them. I, I don't know what I don't know what was going on with those guys that came from the Clippers with Ty Lue, but like Morris, uh, not so much Rocco, but Morris and Batum have just been like really effective, and and Morris is really starting to come on. Um, defense like really, he's been real solid defensively, and he's been knocking down threes. I mean, it's it's going to come down to Tobias Harris as usual, you know tonight. Tonight he uh, he has 20, 25 points in the first half against the Raptors, four four from three. Um, 
and two nights ago he had three points. So it's like, you know, is I I don't I don't know Chase what they're the going to do. Uh, Tobias. Yeah, but that's why people are like, oh, he averages sixteen, seventeen a game. Like, yeah, because I'll have twenty five one night and then I'll have five another night, and that's why he ends up with like averaging fifteen, sixteen points a game. So, um, I. I swear to God, guys, if if they trade for Zach Levine, I am not doing the podcast for a month. Dory, <laughs> go! I don't. I don't even give a shit who covers for me. Um, I'm just gonna like I. I will die inside if they trade for that loser. I. I would. I. I want. I want nothing to do with Donovan Mitchell either because he's another loser. But like, at least I could somewhat understand like doing that. The Zach Levine. The bull. The Bulls are winning game. The the Bulls looked. Just like the worst, they were. They looked worse than the Pistons, even though they 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 were winning a couple games here and there. They just looked so disinterested and like they all hated each other. And then Zach Levine gets hurt, and they win like seven of like nine games. Like it's not a coincidence. My boy Kobe White, Carolina Pride baby, has been killing it. Um, the, the only thing that sucks about that is now I I thought Caruso was gonna be on the market, and now it's like I I just don't. I, outside of maybe them getting a a King's ransom from the Lakers for Zach Levine. I don't know if they move anybody because I would love my, if I had my druthers, if the Sixers were going to make the move this year. And again, like I wouldn't blame them because again, windows close fast. Um, Caruso is the guy I would want. I don't, I don't, I don't want Zach Levine. I don't necessarily need a big star. And I, Ogio Ananobi is another name that's been thrown out there, which who I, I would, I would actually really love the fit, but Toronto thinking he's worth five first round picks. is just like, <laughs> Sure. Okay. Like it's a, it's a non-starter. It's just a non-starter. It's like call it's like calling Tio Senior to like negotiate a tank fight. Be like, bro, we want sixty percent. It's like, all right, cool. Well, see you later. <laughs> like when when Masai Ujiri asked for like six first round picks and Joel's firstborn, it's like, yeah, we're not doing this. So, um, those have been the two highlights again: the Sixers and uh. And the Thunder to me, uh, you know, Boston and the Wolves have the two best records, but just by a couple of games. So, uh, and the Sixers just completely trounced Minnesota the other night. Yeah. So, we'll uh, we'll see. Everyone's been pretty much relatively healthy, which has been good. Like there really haven't been any any major stars that have gotten hurt for a significant amount of time. That I'm, that, am I missing anybody? Am I, am I, I mean, thinking? I think the Suns uh, top uh, three have played whatever, a total yeah. of like I mean, yeah, two well, games yeah, together. Yeah, so I mean, tell what me about the in-season tournament, guys? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say we can do that. Well, now. Good. I, I, I do think it made it interesting. Like those games definitely had meaning um, to the players, so it was, it was good to see that they took it serious. Even the when like teams sat guys. Like, I don't think Jimmy Butler played a single pool pool play game. No, well, <laughs> I don't think so. That's you know Jimmy Butler, whatever. I. I I say I think some teams it meant something and others it didn't. It, well, I don't think it was universally. Yeah, I'll, I'll, anyone who I, I felt like the teams that had a shot, you know. Yeah, I think the um, listen the courts like differentiating the courts and stuff. They it was a good marketing tool that they did, um, just because if anything they got views and impressions on Twitter, which yeah. you know, I think they they like a lot of that now. Yeah, um, I I'd be curious. Product. I'd be curious what the ratings did. It was smart to do it Tuesday, Friday, because there's no NFL games to go up against, at least for that, now. That part of it I enjoyed. Yeah. Of like, all right, we're going to make – even though I thought the courts sucked, like when you you knew what day of the week it was, and you and by looking at the court, you knew what was going on. Yeah. yeah. So that um, made sense. Yeah, I liked I liked the last night of pool play. They should have they done this, and maybe they did, and I just didn't watch them, but – 
the last night of pool play, they basically did like what the NCAA does during the tournament, and they had like all the scores up on the top of the screen, yeah. so you could like follow ahead. Um, I I I think that two changes I would make to it if this is going to be a thing. I would increase the pool play games because like why I, I I think it was too short. Um, I would I would probably have like eight pool play games instead of I think it was five. Um, four maybe for four. I was four. only four. Because like there's five teams in in a pool. Yeah, so I I would I'd find a way to make it like eight pool play games, mm-hmm. and instead of the stupid like half a million prize, give give the winner a guaranteed spot in the playoffs. Get rid of this stupid play and shit, which is the again still the dumbest thing ever. Um, that they need to that they need to have now. You know, now eighty percent of the teams technically make the playoffs in the league. Um, get rid of that shit and make make the winner of the in season tournament um, an automatic. They they get an automatic an automatic playoff seed, and if they make the playoffs anyway, I I don't know. Whatever, give them then then give them like more cat. I don't know. Do something. I I think that. Do you think to it, me- if they get an automatic playoff spot that players would be more inclined to rest because they know I, they don't have to win games? Uh, I I I don't know. Maybe maybe I, not. But that yeah. would just be one team though. That wouldn't be like yeah. a lot of teams. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could say you're guaranteed the eight seed. Like that's at a minimum, that's what you're guaranteed. So then, like, I sure, like if they want to rest and be the eight seed and have to play. You know, Jokic in the first round. I guess they could approach that's it that way. Point. Whatever. But like that's you know that that's how I would. Uh, I, those are the two things I I would change. Uh, listen, for me, like as a and I I watch basketball pretty regularly. I it didn't change the way I watch basketball one bit. I didn't I didn't go out of my way to watch a game because it was the in season tournament, like a pool play game. I didn't even watch the final. I was at a Seton Hall Rutgers game, so I didn't I didn't even care enough to to watch the uh, the finals and. I, I wa- the only the only game I wanted to watch in the final four was uh the Bucks and the Pacers and I thought the NBA did a really bad uh, they did a lot of things really well with this but I thought they they were so busy showing off poker chips and uh you know the Vegas red carpet and they didn't do enough of oh hey by the way guys the uh, the Bucks Pacers start at five o'clock tonight <laughs> I turned I turned the game on at seven ten like ready to like think okay I'm you know it's gonna start and it's Eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I'm like, uh, was there? Did someone send a memo? Um, what else? What else? Uh, I, I thought the, I, I thought the league, I thought the league. Um, I won't say pressure, but I think the league influencing the Lakers to hand that banner was stupid. Um, to give it to give it legitimacy. I, I agree with that. I, thought that I, thought, I just thought that was because that was definitely like listen. You can clown the Lakers for it all you want, but that was definitely an Adam Silver thing oh, for because sure. they were yeah yeah because because they had they had been very clear that they weren't going to hang a banner if they won, and then a week later after they won, it was like oh we're going to hang a banner. Um, I, I just think that was dumb. Like let let the team celebrate like the way they want to celebrate. Like don't don't you don't have to shove that down their throat. Um, yeah. And I thought it was just a travesty that Anthony Davis didn't get the MVP of that thing. But yeah, that's again. <laughs> I I will say that we all know uh, what happened there. I yeah, sure yeah yeah uh, travesty. I will say that it wasn't I, a travesty because nobody cares. I did bet the Lakers to win the in-season tournament before it started. I posted that on uh, links you guys oh, nice. on Twitter. I think nice. I don't know if you saw that, but I did not see that. Yeah. I did see that. Sweet. So I took I I think I tagged you guys and said I'm counting this as predicting the uh, the in season nice. tournament. 
I, I threw a little ten ski to win like one thirty. So nice, Barry Horowitz, myself great, there. Great job. Uh, but yeah, I thought. No wait, did you did you do that like before when the, before any games were played? Like pool play or the elimination B- before games? any of the pool play games were played. Oh, okay, gotcha. Like gotcha. When, whenever the pools were. I'm, su- I'm surprised you didn't get better odds on that. Pool. Whenever the pools were announced, and you know, I think I think the Lakers were like plus thirteen hundred or whatever. Um, yeah. So you know, I threw ten on at one one thirty, but uh, gotcha. As far as nice. the tournament itself, I thought it was fine. I don't think it's like you know, uh, this it's going to change you know basketball as we know it i thought it was good i thought it was something that made the you know the players a little bit more engaged and really that's all we're looking for in november and december like get these players you know playing a little harder make it mean a little something extra for them um and that's you know as far as you know a a viewer just the games themselves watching them was a little was a little bit more enjoyable than i felt like your typical november basketball was um, Pacers had a nice showing, you know, you kind of got to see, you know, some of the positives of their team. Um, you get, you get end up seeing, you know, what their, what their weaknesses were. Uh, but it was fun to see them kind of come out and, you know, got a little Tyrese Halliburton coming out party. Uh, it was nice to see that. Um, as far as the other side, uh, the, the Western Conference, you know, it it was funny because like I think uh, the Minnesota and, and the Thunder were one two, and I don't think either one of them ended up advancing into in the tournament at all. So it was no, they, it, it was no, funny they that they didn't even like qualify for the uh, for the tournament. But it, it, I thought it was it was a it was a fun little thing. Like you know, it's not like this monstrous occasion, but it, you know, as far as like no, November and December basketball, I thought it was a positive. I, yeah. You know, I said going in, you know, going in, I was going to try and keep an open mind, take it as it comes. And I think the product on the court was better. Um, so and that's really all I'm looking for. So I, I thought I thought it was a positive. Yeah, no, I agree. It's uh, pretty pretty hilarious that the two teams that uh, who are in the finals have been absolutely abysmal coming out of it. They're both, yeah. I think they're both I think they're both one in four since the uh, it, since it'll the be interesting to see if. Uh, that's a trend going forward if that becomes like something where this travel it becomes a disadvantage for for the teams that play in the finals or you know whatever but uh yeah i, I you know i think but you know but you knew both these teams that did make the finals you kind of knew what they were and their their overall expectations so i think it's not yeah. so much like that the tournament mess with them. They're just kind of regressing to their mean. Yeah, and I mean they were they were they were to your point, the neither of the top seeds really uh yeah, none of the top none of the top two seeds in either conference made made the cha- made the championship or or the final four. I guess the Bucks were the, the Bucks, Bucks would have been the yeah, one. Yeah, the Bucks would have been been there. Um but they were both kind of mid mid pack anyway. Uh yeah, I got nothing else on the in season, in season tournament. Um, what were the other things we talked about? Uh, Draymond Green thoughts. <laughs> uh, look, I think I texted you guys. You know, Adam Silver. He's keeps putting out like these little sissy ass uh, suspensions that the players clearly don't respect because same people keep getting suspended like almost immediately after they come off suspension. 
So, you know, everyone, he's, uh, yeah, he's, everyone's he's talking stupid. about like, oh, Draymond might be out three weeks. And then I'm like, okay, three that's, weeks. that's 12 games. Like, God. are we serious? That's all this guy is going to get for like a fifth offense in like less than a calendar year? Like, yeah, for basically sucker punching a guy. Yeah. I mean, what, what, like, at what, you know, Draymond is not, there's no counseling that's going to change who he is. Like, this isn't like a guy who's in his second and third year trying to figure it out. He's in like year 15, 16, whatever it is now. Like, this is who he is. The only thing that's going to hurt him is if you hurt his wallet. And so, if you're not doing that, then what are we talking about? Yeah, I would have, uh, I, I would have suspended him at least fifty games, if not the whole year. I mean, that's not if that if I had been the commissioner, that's yeah. what that's what I, I would have came down pretty hard on him. Um, and like a great example of somebody who just like clearly no lesson was learned, or at least from an attitude perspective. Our old friend John Morant, hey. friend of the podcast. Um, man, that team's awful, huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're so bad. Um, first game back. Makes a game winner at the buzzer, game winning layup, and he's he's out there yelling about how he's got receipts and shit like that. It's like, dude, like, just get out <laughs> of your way. About what exactly? Being a dickhead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I say the whole world's got receipts. Of you waving a gun around, like people people giving up on him. This and that. it's waving like, the dude, fucking gun around. It, it's yeah, it's like Ja, like like you you did this to yourself. Like nobody calmer than you are. Uh, like nobody did anything to you. Like you're you weren't being treated unfairly. Like now people were quitting on you. Like you were in the people people were people were on you because you did this gun thing once. You got an eight game suspension, and then you then just basically gave everybody the bird and fucking did it again. <laughs> like did it did it again like two months later. Like you know, and, and your team. Your team is like six and twenty, and like is gonna need just a major collapse from other teams to even have a chance at the play-in at this point. Uh, you know, like it, it could not have gone worse for them while he yeah. was out, and now they've won two in a row. But like they're gonna have to do something crazy. Like they're gonna have to win like twenty of twenty-two games uh, to like legitimately get back in here and have a chance at the playoffs. Yeah, and also, dude, let's not forget. Let's not forget the keeping of an amphibious rodent. You know, for domestic within the city, it's not legal either. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, the NBA is great. Big, big fan of everything that's happening there. Well, yeah. since we're we're you know talking about it, why don't we go through the five Christmas Day yes, games? Yes, let's do it. Make our picks. Um, I don't have the lines in the app. In the betting app for all five games, I have it for four games, but I do have the lines um, in a different app. So, without further ado, we have our Christmas Day parlay. We're going to double up on the parlays this this week. Day of Reckoning and then the Christmas Day on Monday. Some may also Starting- call Christmas Day a day of reckoning, but go on. We're gonna day see- of Reckoning. The Bucks versus the Knicks at noon. Um, my betting app has this at. Um, I know, I know who Sue Bird's picking. Not Sue Bird. Um, Becky Hammond. Betting app doesn't. Have I know who Becky picking. Hammond's picking. Yeah. So there's no line on this yet. Who who you guys got? You sure? No, I I got Milwaukee minus three and a half. 
Okay, there you go. I have no line, Jordan. Um, at the Garden. I, I I'm gonna say Bucks just because Mitch, Mitchell Robinson. That's that's a game where they need Mitchell Robinson, and now he's done for the year. Huh. I'll tell you, I would say Bucks. What do you think, Tori? Uh, I would probably say Bucks. Uh, Drew, in an irony, you may be looking at uh, tomorrow, because tomorrow, the Knicks play the Bucks at the Garden at twelve thirty, and then on Christmas Day, the Knicks no, play 12... the Bucks at the Garden at twelve. No, I'm on. So I'm. I, I don't. I don't have betting apps. I'm on ESPN.com, and I went to the twenty fifth games. And okay. then when you click on at the very bottom for ESPN Bet, they have the line. So oh, right. ESPN oh, ESPN Bet odds are three and a half. Oh, all wow. right. All right. So we're taking the Bucks. Uh, then at two thirty, we have the Warriors at the Nuggets. The Nuggets, I have a minus five and a half. That's I, like yeah, I got that too. It's a slam dunk at Nuggets, right? Slam dunk. Slam lemma. Slam slam dunk. Then we have five p.m. Mm. Eastern time. We have the Celtics mm. at the Lakers. Celtics are minus one and a half. Minus what? Celtics minus one and a half. Oh, I have Boston minus four and a half on here, but uh. Oh wow. At one and a half, I'd I'd probably take Boston. At four and a half, I'd either. I think I would still take the Celtics. My betting app has two, but my score app has one and a half. I'll I'll I'm I'm biased, but so Tori, I'll 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 let you use your judgment on this one. I'm biased because I hate the Celtics, but <laughs> I, I'll, that'll be the tiebreaker. I, I kind of like the I Lakers. I feel like I feel like the NBA wants the Lakers to win in in the prime time of, of Christmas. All right, we'll do we'll do Lakers then. And I think as long as Anthony Davis is going, I feel like they're gonna want the Lakers to win. All right, let's do I'm it. I'm with you. I, I like the Lakers. And and this this is like every Christmas day they have to treat it like this might be the last time LeBron's good, which. There's no signs of him slowing down, but like it can happen any. It might be his last Christmas Day playing ever. Like if he's it's, injured uh, next, if he's if he's injured at this time next year at age forty, like what's he gonna come back for age forty one? Like yeah, it's it might certainly, be his last. This this certainly is probably gonna be dark. Could it possibly be Darwin Ham's last uh, Christmas Day game? Yeah, so. <laughs> we're we're at, we're at, we're at, we're at that part of the process. Coach has to go. Nahina, Nahina, uh, not going to be working here anymore. <laughs> All right, then we got the 76ers on the road versus oh, yeah. the Miami Heat. The Heat are minus one and a half. Sixers. Eight, eight o'clock. Sixers. I, I like your the team. Sixers. Okay. Sixers. And then the nightcap, 10.30 p.m. We have the Suns at home versus the Mavericks. The Suns are minus five and a half. Is Bradley Bill in like injured? He's out again. He the fir- his first game back, he turned his ankle. It's out three weeks. Lovely, ridiculous. Yeah. So the Suns are minus five and a half versus versus the. Mavs. I don't know. Kyrie still isn't back either. I that might be, that might be a season thing. What happened to him? I didn't even see what happened. What happened to him? He fell. He he was on the court, and I think Tim Hardaway Jr. Like was going up for like a, a rebound and came down and he fell on Kyrie's like ankle and it like snapped like the other way. Hey. Like he didn't break it, but like it was a high ankle sprain. Yeah, like just imagine your just imagine your foot laying like just unbraced and then like Jo like fucking like Vader bombing you. 
It's, it's time. time. Yeah. Um. This is a tough one. It is a tough one. Mainly because I don't know who's gonna play. Yeah. I don't know. What do you uh? What do you think, Tor? I will say this: Luca also missed today. He didn't play today. So with that in mind, I'm probably gonna go Suns. All right. I'm all right with it. Although okay. every, everything on in me just fucking hates the Suns and think that we are not, not going to round robin. They this should one. not. This <laughs> is a straight parlay. Yeah, yeah. let's just take Suns. Oh, I forgot to mention hilariously when we mentioned the Warriors that that guy that you kept making fun of during the draft jail has been like fucking awesome for them. Has he? He's been really good. The like like they like it got to the point where like Clay was so bad for the first. You know, up until the last, I'd say, four games, like, that guy was about to take Clay's starting spot. Nice. Like, it was <laughs> – every time I see it, I'm like – Santa Clara product. Be like, is this the guy – this is the guy J.O. was, like, really fucking clowning on for, like, a month? I just said I didn't know what the heck – Yeah. Like, why, why they had Carrot Top or, like, Napoleon Dynamite in their lineup. I just, like, what's he doing? Yeah, I wonder uh, – Friend of the five. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if this – We'll see if this Clay Thompson play. I did say that at the time, didn't I? Noah, Noah. You like you were just I, I I I just I don't know, man. Like I thought like this guy like no like like Tori's just said. Didn't I say friend of the Podzinski? I think Podzinski yeah. is his last name, and you call him friend of the yeah. Podzinski. Yeah, and you were just crapping on him. But uh, Jordan Poole's back in the bay today. How's that working? Out they had they gave they gave they gave out they gave out welcome back Jordan Poole shirts to the fans, which is just kind of hilarious. Lol. That's like that is that is the ultimate lol here. Um, no Draymond though, which is great, great stuff. All right, NBA um, baby, NBA. That was a good little midseason two for one. Good yeah. job, guys. But now we must move on to wrap up beer one, Mister Drew. You went on fire last week on the NFL picks. Ten four and two. So, we are going to give you the reins, let you drive this chariot, lead us to the promised land yet again. Who you got as we go? I'll, I'll read the games. Okay. Firstly, for we for Thursday. And I would have I would have I would have one hundred percent taken the Rams last night. What was the spread? I don't know. Let me look. It was Probably so four. poisoning. I'm uh, sure it was it like was, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, I would have hundred percent taken the Rams. So that's a one for us. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a one. So one and, yeah. Yeah, we're 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 very anti Saints on this podcast. Agreed, yeah. So I guess I did technically pick them to win the uh I division, Jordan. But not, not I mean that, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, James as Winston. As as the season has gone on, we have become anti anti Saints. I mean I, I still in the repick I was like Saints, I guess. Yeah. And, anyway. All right, moving on. So we have two Saturday games, which this this podcast will be released Saturday morning. Oh, I thought there was only one. Go ahead. 4.30, the Steelers are at home versus the Bengals. The Bengals are minus three. <laughs> oh, they're seven and seven now, right? Yes. It's delicious. Um... It's your I'm show, gonna... bro. I'm gonna go Steelers. Oh my god! Uh, Ch- Chase, J- Jamar Chase out. I'm gonna, We're I'm gonna starting go Mason Rudolph. Sing it! Oh, Rudolph are you still, are you starting Mason Rudolph? So yeah. bright, won't you guide, won't you the, guide Steelers the Steelers tonight? tonight. All right, Come let's go on. Bengals. 
You, you talked me out of it. We're not talking about anything. Bangles. Bangles. Go bangles. Browning pants. All right, browning your underpants. Ooh, go, bangles. Go, how do you not go Rudolph on Christmas? I forgot, I forgot the Mason Rudolph part. You don't call. go Rudolph on Christmas Eve. God, you're curmudgeon. You're a I guess Grinch. it's not on Christmas Eve. All right. Bills at the Chargers. The spread is so big. Are minus 12 and a half. It's that, uh, I'm going to go Bills. I'm, I, I, I mean, it's Josh's time, and they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but that's just a lot of points, even though the Chargers suck. But fuck it, Bills. Um. <laughs> okay. You think Chargers are going to upset him, Tori? I don't think they're going to upset him, but I do. I always do uh, put a little stock in the uh, the fired coach rally cry. Yeah, but they don't even have their quarterback. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. They don't have their quarterback. Right. Their 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 top receiver. All right, ready? Sunday, Christmas Eve. We have the Titans at home versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks are minus three and a half at the Titans. Minus three and a half Seahawks. What you got, Drew? Seahawks. Those pregnant pauses make me think we have like a break in our tech, and it uh, my heart sinks. Sorry, don't do that. That's only okay. goof. Colts. Boop. On the road versus the Falcons. The Falcons are minus two and a half at home. Minshew Magic. Okay. They haven't fired Arthur Smith yet, right? Not yet. Yeah, Minshew Magic. Browns on the road versus the Texans. C.J. Stroud is not playing. The Browns are minus three. Uh, I'll go Browns. The Packers are on the road versus the Panthers. The Packers are minus four. Packers. The Commanders are on the road versus the Jets. The Jets are minus three. This is a. Uh, did you see the stat? Like one team's like 32, 32 and Jets are thirty second yeah. on offense. The Commanders are thirty second on defense. Yeah. Uh. I'll go Commanders. A movable object meets a stoppable force. I'll go Commanders. Very much. All so. right, I like it. Um, the Lions on the no, road. No, 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 no. Yeah, ah, fuck. Nah, I'm not going to change it. I'm not going to change it. The Lions are on the road versus the Vikings. The Lions are minus three. Lions. All right. The Jaguars. Is Trevor Lawrence back? Yeah. He, he, he didn't miss a game. Yeah, but now he's in concussion protocol, isn't he? Is he? That's what I thought I read. I thought so. The Jaguars are on the road versus the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are minus one and a half. I mean, I would be, I'd go Baker anyway, so. Baker's balling. Baker, Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. I said what I said. Uh, I'd, be going, I I'd be going Bucks even if Trevor was playing. I That's that's a bold take, but you're, you, you're probably right. Like, Baker's like, – is he back? Is he like me? Is he back? I, I I mean I hate football so you guys have to that that game that game's probably going to decide my fantasy uh, football uh, destiny. <laughs> wow! For Rashad Rashad White and uh, Mike Evans. So, all right. Well, in that case, we got the Bears at home versus the Cardinals. The Bears are minus four. They're both so bad. They both have running quarterbacks. <sighs> They're so bad. 
Um, is McBride, is he out or is he in? Don't know, but I'm going to make it up on the fly and say out. I guess the Bears. If he if McBride was playing, I'd say go Daddy Warbucks. But you mean uh, that war uh, war war game Daddy Bucks. War games Daddy, Daddy Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Mc, or, uh, <laughs> Hollywood's not playing. If McBride's out, like, who the hell are they going to throw to? Um, we have at four twenty-five the Dolphins at home versus the Cowboys. Some are labeling this the Fraud Bowl. Oof. Can Mikey McNugget? I've I've been nothing but I've done nothing but praise Mikey McNugget since he became head coach. Can he just do me a solid and just smack these fuckers? Um, what's the spread? Minus two. The Dolphins are at home versus the Cowboys. Dolphins. Uh, I'll probably, I, I'm gonna say Cowboys. Hey, by the way, want to congratulate uh, Tyree Kill on his third child this season. <laughs> uh, three different women. That brings his tally up to seven. Uh, with I I believe seven different women, um, but you know just guys guys doing his part and repopulating the world. Uh, congratulations! The world. Not a scumbag move at all. Not a degenerate. Uh, you know those kids are gonna grow up in a awesome household with a total absentee uh, douchebag father <laughs> and a and a. Uh, thirst trap ho ass mother. So congratulations <laughs> all around there. Uh, uh, Rashard it, Mendenhall it, would love that. Love it. Just 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 some un, un unqualified, uneducated white guys commenting on some ho ass women. Fan. Actually, the one woman was white, so I don't know what what Rashard Mendenhall is complaining about. Um, actually, I wonder if he does have comments on that with his racist comments. Anyway. Uh, we got the Broncos Sunday night, Christmas Eve. Ho ho ho! Unlimited presents for Mr. Unlimited. The Broncos are minus seven versus the Patriots. Um, let's ride. Hmm. My slate tonight. Let's ride. Yeah, let's ride. I'm with you on that one. I just, I, I just like want to know. Too. I, I'm just – the only thing I, I actually want to see is, like, Russell Wilson doing awkward Santa promos, like, leading into commercial break, like, with, like, Santa hats on. That's all I care about in that game. <laughs> maybe, and then, maybe slowly spinning, you know, while he's, you know, looking over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And, uh, all right, so then we got Christmas Day. We have a trio of games. We have a 1 o'clock game. Chiefs at home versus the Raiders. The Chiefs are minus 10. They're trying to get right. Chiefs. We got the Eagles at home versus the Giants. Minus 13. I just, I, I, I just need, I just need a big Travis Kelsey game. So I just, I I just (laughs) want to speak. I just, I want to speak it into existence that the Chiefs are just going to ball out. Okay, Eagles minus thirteen and a half at home versus the Giants. Four thirty. Too many points, Giants. All right. Then in a hell of a matchup, after we're all opening our new presents, playing with our new toys, we got the Niners at eight fifteen at home minus six. Niners by a hundred. Versus the Baltimore Ravens. Niners by a hundred, and we can put this fucking Lamar MVP talk to bed. 
in a rematch of the Lights Out Bowl. That's right. Uh, the only Super Bowl that I didn't watch. Are they still are they still beefing over that war? <laughs> Nin- uh, Colin Kaepernick is going to show up and and take a knee. Niners. Uh... Niners and uh, Baltimore will be going along right at the same time as the uh, the Heat and the Sixers, so be <laughs> some some competition for your TV time, Drew. Uh, I mean, I will thoroughly not give a shit about the 49ers and Ravens game, but watch it all Sixers Heat. There you go. I'll be hopefully seven uh, whiskey eggnogs in at that point, just yelling about uh, you know Jelly of the Month Club. Hopefully. <laughs> Gift that keeps on giving. That it is, Edward. That it is. All right. Um. Well, I think that takes us to the end of beer one, right? That was an hour and twenty. Ooh. Supposed to be a quick one, eh? Uh, no, it wasn't a quick one. That's why I was trying to get us on on track in the beginning. Remember? <laughs> but let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute for beer number two, and a three. And a two. And a... You all right so there, Drew? I, like, had to, like... I'm on, like, a exercise ball. Like, that's my chair down here. So I had to, like, really lean for this, not to... Oh, I, I thought you might be having some vinegar strokes over there. Uh. I, I was going to say, he came. <laughs> um. All right, I'm drinking another one of these big truck beers. What you guys got? Uh, Tulane, baby. Orange juice and water. All right. Well, guess what? Everybody, 20 years ago today, there was a return of the king. king. King of the north. A king of men. Aragorn, son of Athorn. The blade has been remade. <laughs> I think it's reforged. No, remade. Is it remade? Yeah, you're right. It's remade. Come on, man. You're slipping. 20 yeah. years later, you're slipping. Yeah, man. 20 years later, the Lord of the Rings. And, Tori, shame on you for not uh, telling me how awesome that gif I made of us was. Yeah, that was fantastic, by the way. I, I, I... Jerk. You've been on your gift game, man. Guys, you gotta, I you have gotta, been. you got to post those. I, well, I, I am. I, 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 was, I, was wait, <laughs> I was waiting for the podcast to drop. Okay. Um, yeah, man. So, you know, not, we, we already did Christmas movies, so we were kind of thinking, what do we do for beer two? And I saw the tweet the other day um, that it's the 20th year anniversary. And for some reason, I just always – I always just think they all, all three of them came out in 2001. Like, I always just associate 2001 to The Lord of the Rings. And I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah, the Lord, it came out every December. So, yeah, The Lord of the Rings, uh, The Return of the King. So, listen, at some point, we'll do a full a full deep dive on, on these movies. Uh, but just thought, let's, let's just – Let's just let's just nerd out and talk. Everybody would talk Lord of the Rings. We're we're officially uh, also probably 365 days away from season two of the Ring of Power coming out, which we're super stoked about. Uh, I, I am. Yeah. yeah, super, especially because I, I think if I read correctly, it's supposed this one's supposed to focus a lot on uh, Sauron, and God knows there's nothing I love but I. Coming out? Uh, it's, December 2024 is supposed to be when it's out. Okay. Um, and there's nothing that I love more than a good bad guy backstory. Mm. Da, da, da. Um, 
But yeah, man, sort of riff on Lord of the Rings. Like, what do we like? Jordan was talking about some some myths that maybe we needed to debunk, but just like, man, whatever. Just let's little, start fireside there. Let's start chat. There. I, said, I wrote down I, a I, bunch I, of ideas, so eight of them. But yeah, let's oh let's let's save the let's save the the debunking, JL for. Okay. Let's say that. Where, where, where do you want? Where you want to start? Let's start here. Did you? Uh, did you boys see these all originally in the movie theater? Oh yes. yeah, absolutely. Yes. So you were so so even at the, with the fellowship. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I we we went we went for a field trip in high school. We were reading The Hobbit in English class. Oh nice. And my my teacher was a, a huge like Tolkien nerd. So it was an excuse for him, <laughs> for him, for him to basically get us out of school, and we went, we went on a field trip to go see Fellowship of the Ring. And I, as I knew The Hobbit, but like I didn't even know these books existed, like the the Lord of the Rings. Uh, so like when I went, I was like, ah, oh, it's probably some like lame nerdy shit. And man, I was like, this is fucking awesome, man. Um, so let's start start with Fellowship. What's your favorite? What's your favorite part of Fellowship of the Ring? With Fellowship. Yeah. Well, oh. Oh. Okay. You don't want to just do return. Oh. I, no. I just. Want, I just wanted to riff about the Lord of the the whole the, the whole Lord thing. of the Rings in general. You want? Uh, we. I mean, we could just do Return of the King if you want. I just. Uh, um. Go ahead, Jordan. No. Go. Ahead, you go ahead because um, I had more specific stuff to talk about. So you go ahead. Well, that's what I say. Yeah. yeah we'll. Yeah. We'll just so, do some general like riff. Things I like. Scenes I love from from the Fellowship. Um. You know, there's uh couple like Boromir's death scene I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was good. That, like that oh, was so fantastic. Um, the uh, the thing, the part that always gets me is whenever Frodo is like swimming uh, or, or paddling the boat out, and then Samwise comes and tries to swim after him. He's like, "Sam, you can't swim!" And then he like pulls him up. Sam and Sam, you know, makes that speech. He's like, "I made a promise, Mister Frodo. Mister Frodo, a promise." Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee, <laughs> and I don't mean to. Like that, oh, that's like tearjerker every time. Like, yeah, Sam, you're so I, fucking I, awesome. I like when they're in the middle of that cornfield and he stops and he goes, yes. "After this step, this will be the furthest I've ever been away from home." My question yeah. is, is is he the farthest? He counting, I, the farthest was, from home that I've ever was been. He, was he counting steps, or was it literally that exact spot? I think they just. I think because that was like the the crops place. So I think that's why he knew exactly. Yeah, where okay. he, so he knew that it was that he, exact he spot. Edge of town okay. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Where where the 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 second breakfast harvest ended, basically. Yeah. Uh, my my favorite my favorite part and sequence is from the point of uh they're in the inn. In oh, yeah. I can't really forget the, the it. Prancing pony, the prancing pony, and they're at when they're talking to the bartender. He he slips. The ring goes on, and they meet Aragorn for the first time. Strider, uh, are you afraid? Not nearly enough. Um, and then for, I know what hunts you. I've From seen, that I've that seen people have rings that could do a lot of tricks. But it's another thing to make yourself disappear entirely. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so good. Two towers is on right now, actually. Yeah. So from that, from that sequence up and, yeah, that sequence up until, uh, the Nazgul attacking them on that mountain, uh, Aragon's just straight throwing that fucking like torch in the yeah. face of the guy, and then like the the when Arrow or Arrowin shows up and the uh, 
the waterfall horses take out the Nazgul. That's probably my favorite like sequence to watch from Fellowship. It's a cool one. you, J.O.? Mine is uh, Boromir's death. I like the ending speech of Gandalf. Is all we have to do? Or what? What is it with the? Uh, is to? What is it about the? T- well, that's not the end. Yeah, that's 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 that, that's right before they get into the mines, the mines of Moria. Right? Moria. He's like, no, 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 no. At the end, when he's like, uh, what we have to do with the time we, that is given to us when they decide to split up. That's on the on the banks of the river. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, I think they just voice that. Over. I think he originally says that in the Mines of Moria, that, and, then they, in... and then they voice it over at the end. Oh, I, know, right, yeah, right, I think right, he's right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really exactly. in the Mines of Moria. He's talking to uh, Frodo. He's like, you know, yeah, because because Frodo's uh, you're right, was you're right. was complaining yeah. about Smeagol and stuff, and he's like, I wish he was dead, and he's like, you know, starts giving him his a whole speech. Like, you know, and then it, it, the speech, like, you know. Uh, Belloc. Yeah. Speak, Bell- friend, and enter. Belloc. Oh, that's great. Um, My cousin Balin will give us a royal welcome. Oh, welcome. Ah, <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, great scene. Um, and, like, probably the, probably the coolest, like, quick scene is then when they're, you know, with after the fellowship forms and they're walking over that mountain and then that song goes. Yeah. They just do the lineup. Fight it. I was saying, all right, that all was, right. I got other one stuff. does what not else? simply else? walk into that's oh, okay. sorry yeah uh, that's all I had so that's fellowship two two towers oh gosh two towers favorite scene ah uh, man two towers hold up favorite favorite scene it can't be the battles of, battle of Helm's Deep yeah I was gonna say like other than the battle of Helm's Deep <laughs> how about here's a question how many minutes is the Battle of Helm's Deep of the movie? I don't, oh, I don't know. It's got to be at least forty. Is it like a, I would say? Is it thirty or forty? It's about forty-five minutes. I want to say. I bet. Yeah, it has to be. That's, I'm gonna, we could probably. That's that's the first. Is that the first time uh, Gimli and um what and um Legolas start counting, like kills. Uh, do they count? I think they, they count might there? start counting whenever they're the the wargs are chasing them over the fields. Isn't that slightly before when they're in Rohan? Could be. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Um, we can. Uh, it's, it's a long jump, Master Dwarf. I can make it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> toss me. Don't tell the elf. <laughs> Great scene. My, my dude, I, yeah, I mean, I... 22 yeah, minutes, maybe, I, for I, the Battle any, of, of Helm's Deep is what I think I'm coming up with. Is that it, what they're saying on the internet? Yeah. Anybody that listens to All me, right, my, what, my what's favorite... The, what's the opening scene? Do you guys remember? Under four, just under uh, 40 minutes, never mind. Of the Two Towers? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Gan- the it's the actual Battle of Gandalf and the, the Bell Rock. Yep, yep. Um, and, and then what, Frodo... What's he say about being smite, smitten on the... Or, what's... Uh, being smiting on the mountainside, or what's what's the line? Oh God, I forget that. Well, that would have been that would that would have been when uh, Gandalf the White showed up. He, I don't think he actually talks during the the battle. Like in the the opening sequence, you don't even know if that's actually real because it's like Frodo waking up from a dream, and then they meet right, Smeagol. Right, right. Yeah, right. Um, then, I know you're. Yeah, then, then he describes it, and then they uh, do a flashback to actually show it. And they're like, yeah, I can't remember. And then I was smiting on the mountainside. Yeah. I, like and that. then he wakes up like naked somewhere. Uh, <laughs> super weird. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, my favorite scene is when uh, after Aragorn, when they think when they think he Aragorn, when they think he's dead, and then he shows back up, and then he just opens those fucking doors, all baller. Oh like, yeah, they, that's they, fantastic. That's my. I I have that video saved. The gift, like I I, man, that's <laughs> yeah, so you fucking back good. Back off to that 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 session right. Ah, uh, it's so good. I gotta oh, I gotta I gotta make a gif of that now. I I can't believe I haven't thought of that. I'm just ashamed of myself. But so it's just so good. And Vigo, like his presence in it is so good. Like and I, yeah. the biggest casting what if of well I guess there's two. The two biggest casting what ifs of the entire series I think is Sean Connery turning down Gandalf because he didn't get it. Um, like he not he not that he didn't get the role. He just didn't he didn't get the story because yeah. I guess he wasn't a Lord of the Rings guy. And the studio wanted Russell Crowe to play Aragorn. And Peter Jackson really wanted Viggo Mortensen, and that's the only reason why Russell didn't take it because he was like, "Yeah, I just, you know, I didn't get the, I didn't get, the, I, I just got, I just really got the sense that you know Peter Jackson wanted Viggo, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to make a three, you know, make a three-year commitment, um, when it was that's somebody, yeah, they, when, yeah, yeah, when they'd have somebody else in mind or whatever, and then he, and then he's like, yeah, probably a big mistake on my part because <laughs> of how successful they were. Um, but yeah, Vigo is just, just, just he didn't say a word in that scene. It's just like fucking great. I think so. one of the one of the coolest things of, of, of it all is uh, one of the uh, castings they absolutely nailed was uh, Christopher Lee. Um, oh he, yeah, he, as Sauron. He, yeah, as, as Sauron. He a he absolutely nails it. Or Saruman. Wait, yeah, wait. Saruman. Saruman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He a he absolutely nails it. And B, like he was like a like a Lord of the Rings, you know, savant. He read the books every year. He was the only person on the cast who had actually met uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. so, like, there was a lot of times where Peter Jackson would be doing something, and and Christopher Lee would be like, "Well, actually, this, 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 you know, and this is why." Blah blah. Okay. Um, Christopher Lee J- had like yeah. A- Jr. and I had a conversation. He thought of it this way yeah. and stuff like that. And Cr- Christopher Lee w- had lived like a crazy, like interesting life. He was in like the like the British like secret intelligence stuff, and like I think there's a scene where I forget if it's either Saruman or uh, <clears throat> Green- maybe Grima Wormtug. Someone gets stabbed in the back, and I- and like uh, yeah, and. and Peter Jackson like instructed the guys like then you're gonna scream like real crazy like this, and, and Christopher Lee was like well, actually uh, someone gets stabbed stab someone in the, in the back, back like they don't sound anything yeah, like this that. is this is how they sound and, and Peter Jackson was like I didn't know want to know how he knew that but I knew that he was telling the truth like uh yeah and like just Christopher Lee just absolutely nailed that role too kudos to him yeah. Um, was the second one where, um, what, I think it's, uh... The uh, Ents? You're a big Ent guy. I'm a big Ent guy, so that was a good one of Isengard, but, um... What was, what was the, uh, scene where Gandalf is speaking in, I, I don't, I guess it's Elvish, and, uh, and then Aragorn is like, Then I shall die as one of them! No, that was that was that was Legolas that was talking in Elvish. Uh, <laughs> was it? That, but that was yeah. Also, he was. Yeah, they were. That was, yeah. That should. That was. Uh, in, in, Return of the King. Return of the King. No, no, it was. Oh no, not Return. Was but it's two towers. towers. I mean, yeah, yeah the one we're talking it was about. Two towers. towers. Yeah, yeah. It was. They were getting. They were getting ready for the for Battle of Helm's Deep, Deep yeah, yeah. and they were outnumbered for. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, was, he was, was getting. Gandalf him. not? I guess he. No, because he was out there trying to find the the riders of the the Rohirrim. Right. And then uh, they were putting like they were putting like farmer folk and little kids in these uh, 
in the what do you call it the armor yeah and like like is there and he's basically just like he's despairing and that's what i don't he know why i thought that was gandalf yeah. then it goes yeah they go they, they and they're both talking to each other in elvish then he goes then i shall tell you as one of them oh so good yeah um <laughs> i love that meme that we found too it's like somebody somebody who looks like totally like wtf is going on right now and it's like you know, Elvish talk, Elvish talk. Then I shall die as one of them. And it, and and the caption is, all of the men like hiding out in Helm's Deep. <laughs> um, super confused. Yeah, the other. Uh, I'm just trying to think. The other man, my favorite, my favorite part of the Battle of Helm's Deep, I think, is when, um, they the they, giant orc like dives into the like the that. Uh, the sewer and like blows up that section. Well, that was cool. That was cool. And he, and everyone's just yelling, Legolas, Legolas, bring him down, bring him down. And he's yelling at him in Elvish. Now I, I, I love what I love what Aragorn uh, scales the wall and then just like hops on one of those ladders and just com- see, com- com- completely just like suicide bombs down on like the you know tens of thousands of army of. Oh, yeah. uh, Orkai and somehow Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> he pulls a he pulls an Uchrid and doesn't get a single scratch on him and manages to get get up and get back into the castle <laughs> without yeah. dying. That was that was that was awesome. Day. That was look awesome. To the east. On light of the third day, look to the east. Yeah, that was uh Come oh we'd be re- remiss to not mention Come Shadow Facts. Show us the meaning of haste. That's no, that's, that's a good line too. I so I the only it. my own I think Samwise has another great speech in, in Two Towers. I love his speech. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, all his speeches were great. Um, I say my only in Two Towers. I think Mr. Frodo, and it's worth <laughs> fighting for. I think the Two Towers is my. Oh my God, Kumingo, what a jam! Why can't you be good? Um, I think my favorite. My favorite is the Two Towers. I would say my only complaint of the Two Towers, and I mean, I, I, I. I I can't remember the books at this point in my life, but I, I felt like they really underutilized uh, what's his face, um, the king's nephew, the Aramir. the the leader of the uh, the riders of the riders oh, of gotcha, Rohan. Gotcha. I know who you mean. Um, Carl Urban played him. Yeah, I know who you mean. Yeah, does the dude from the boys is that who is that who that actor is? Yeah, Carl Carl Butcher? Urban. Yeah, yeah, he's he he's like really good, and I just feel like he's just so uh, the whole the whole mo- the whole like two and three he's just underutilized. Like they could have. They could have just—I don't know—I would have found some like cool lines. Let him, let him make a speech, like some like cool thing. And then, all right. And then when he shows up, then he shows up with Gandalf. He's like, yeah. "Not alone." You—you you were talking about uh, Two Towers uh, being your favorite movie. I was reading some sort of like you know kind of movie theory article that says that you know the reason why Two Towers works so well is because like you know in the first in uh, Fellowship. You have to like set the scene. There's like specific things you have to hit. Like you know, you gotta move the plot along, set the scene, all this stuff. And a third, you know, in uh, Return of the King, you gotta like kind of wrap it up. You like have like a certain like things you have to hit story wise, and you know, kind of to finish it up. But the two yeah. towers is kind of like in that sweet spot where it's kind of free and open, where you could kind of pick and choose what you want to do just kind of like make it just like this mismatch of just like every awesome piece of the all middle yeah it's all the you you just kind of same thing with empire strike cauldron of all like the awesome middle parts you could just kind of make for two towers and that's why that movie excels so well and is is stands the test of time yeah all right well before we do return to kj throw in some of your your goodies 
Seduce is me. I mean, Smeagol, I think, is our probably our favorite character of uh, the series. So, oh, he's, I mean, he's mine. So the uh, he's so come back. He's so central in the two towers. It's just like ah, it's awesome. Give me as much Smeagol as possible. He he yeah, has one of the most interesting good. arcs of the characters. Yeah, I will say. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then what? Return of the King. Well, I was gonna say, you want to throw some of your little nuggets in? Like what? Like the myth, debunk myths. Oh, are we gonna? Well, I, I thought we were saving that for the end. Oh, okay, we, yeah, okay, we can talk Return of the King too. Well, I figured you guys like your stuff. You thought I was only gonna talk about Return of the King, so no, you had like, were, so your stuff was in there. Yeah, Return, Return of the King. Of the I mean, King, it's just, and then we'll, and then we'll do these things. Yeah, I mean, Return of the King is just three hours of of amazingness. Um. Favorite scene from Return of the King. Uh, if anyone has this on the top of the head, go while I'm thinking I'm on. Return of the King. Um, shoot. Uh, man, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a specific. Like every, scene. the whole thing. Uh, there's just so there's some there's just so many freaking scenes. Right, let, let me ask I may not be this. able to carry it, but I can uh, carry you. That's I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Yeah. Oh God, that is. Whew. She when he gets stabbed, and you're like, "Wait, what? Yeah. Did he win? What's did he did he win an Oscar for that? No, he didn't, right? No. Just the movie one. That's yeah. insane. That um, Sean what is his name? Not Sean. Sean Astin. Yeah, Sean Astin, or Sean Austin. How the fuck you say it? Sean Astin. Yeah, yeah. The the fact that he didn't win a best supporting actor is just uh, it's a travesty. He was. The, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the third one um, when uh, we get um, Denethor? The yeah, you're biting, biting his tomatoes. Oh, so good. That was yeah, gonna be one great, of my. That's, <laughs> that's gonna be you. Oh, you, you told me to write that. We didn't that. even bring up the. We didn't even bring up the beacons. Is that's that's the two towers, right? No, the it's the beginning that, of this. Oh, that's the third one. Beginning of this the one. The beacons are lit. Yeah. It's like where was yeah. Gondor when we needed? Where was Gondor? Where was Gondor? You you say you told me to uh to write down things for the ref session. One of the things I wrote was a question. It, have you ever been into a cherry tomato or regular tomato for that? <laughs> like completely not like that. <laughs> like unsliced cherry tomato, just bite right into it. Anyone? No, like no. it was an apple. I think people do, but like, yeah. I mean, I I think people do, but like it just. I wonder how many takes it took. Sing me a song. The funny like, part is they probably that was probably like that probably wasn't even a live take and he was just eating his lunch and then Peter Jackson was like this is it, this is I, it. Found it. it. I found it I found it watched four hundred hours have, of tape you have of this no actor songs eating. for great halls yeah I, I like I like uh, I, I there's a meme out there too where it's like we have no we have no songs for great halls and sad times in the Shire bust out a song exactly for great halls and south and, and sad times <laughs> <laughs> um i think my uh, so theoden speech Shadow. before the the first battle big battle um and then the the riders are like the, like rohan just charging the field is probably the best in the movie <laughs> i i always just get a kick out of the scene though when um there it's the battle of Minas Tirith and those you know the uh the black army i think that's what it was called they like they're attacking from the seaside and that empty ship the, the ship comes up and it's aragorn and those guys just hop out of it and it's just the three of them and they think they're gonna like just you know uh go slaughter these three dudes and then the ghosts come out and then they start the whole count thing that only counts as one 
that's that yeah. that's probably my favorite uh my favorite sequence in it but um the yeah like scene wise i think it's i think it's theoden's speech aragon's speech was good in the trailer and when i, I whoever they, I, I i don't like the way they edited it for the movie i thought it was kind of like lame and like quick and weak like in the trailer it was like dope i'm like oh my god this is fucking awesome and then in the movie i'm like oh wait probably should have done a better job editing this guys my friends you bow to no one oh if that there may, that, oh, there may be a day that comes when the hearts of men fail but not this but that day. is not to say yeah they should have uh the extended version I, I that's one of the things i i was so jaw-dropping in the extended version was the mouth of sauron, sauron yeah mm-hmm. and then it just aragorn just slices his head off i guess that concludes negotiations <laughs> oh so good i uh yeah if they it's too bad they couldn't just end the movie there with my friends you better know one because that would have just been perfect ending yeah bam man like you're i i i always get misty out at that part more than like anything Home else is behind the world ahead. yeah like did we really did we really need to see samwise like bang out like like rosie through shadow to the edge of night until the stars are light mist and shadow cloud and shade all shall fade all shall fade where's Faramir that piece of shit (laughs) <laughs> oh man another uh i didn't even think of it another uh oh another just another amazing scene what does your heart tell you <laughs> oh, and then just the my. sly that sly smile that frodo lives oh my god it's so good uh, there's just so many it's, it's just oh dude even like the cold open Brother, only a fool's hope. Fool's hope. Fool's hope. Just, just yeah, the, the the cold open with Smeagol and Deagle was fucking dope. Oh, it was insane. Yeah. And then it ends with him like almost fully transformed into into, into Gollum with the eyes. <sighs> um, all right. So here's a couple burning questions. Uh, what what was your guys' initial reaction to the ghosts? Because like. I, I was kind of like, really? Like, my first reaction was like, really? Like, it's that simple? Like, all you had to do is go get these ghosts? Kind of felt like a little bit of, like, deus ex machina a little bit, but... Well, I mean, they only... Like, anybody couldn't just go get the ghosts. Like, it had to be the heir of... <laughs> yeah, they, like, he was the heir in all three movies. Like, could, that could have been, like, objective number one. I mean, it was, like, rumor... I mean, I could also say the same thing. Like, couldn't Gandalf just have done, like, a... A trans uh, a transport spell and got into the the Howard Mount Dune and then tossed that ring in there, or hopped onto an eagle and just flew in. I would say eagle, sure, but he had a transfer spell. I mean, he's a fucking wizard. He couldn't just transport somewhere. I mean, that's not anywhere in any of the movies, so no. I don't. I. I mean, I'm he, guessing no. He, he took a horse everywhere. <sighs> yeah, because he just like because he just liked to make everything more difficult for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I don't think it's that big of a cheat. That was also a great scene. Then when he, when, like, he when he swings like the when he su- when he swings the sword and Aragorn stops, he goes, "Oh, yeah!" The yeah, guy like the guy that into the ghost vinegar stroked. Yeah, he did. That's uh, oh, name of the pod: the ghost vinegar stroked. 
There it is. There it is. Um, I, I had it as a bad guy backstory. So oh, that's a good one too. What other uh, what other burning questions do you have? Were, were there any parts that like didn't make sense? Like like piggybacking off of that the, in any of the movies? You were like, eh, that's that's kind of a hole. Uh, blah, 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 kind of a hole. And and, and I'll piggyback a third time off of that. Uh, did how about the absence of Tom Bombadil? Uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't crazy. I wasn't crazy upset about the absence of Tom Bombadil. Like, like I wouldn't advocate to leave an entire character out, but the way they did it, it worked. Yeah. Um. True. Think if there's anything that I would just. Like, yeah, like I. I mean, Frodo having to sail away. I mean, I guess because he got stabbed. That, I mean, yeah, that, that, I guess that it part, never. I guess it never really, really, truly explained like why no, he had that, to go. No, that part still never checked out. No. Yeah, like, like if we ever needed like a Dave Filoni type of person to like tie loose ends in like a uh, mini series on a streaming service, like this is something that needs explained. Yeah, I mean, Gandalf says it when in the first one when they get back when they get to um to Rivendell. He says the Mark will be with Frodo for the rest of his life, but it's never really like, all right, it's so like, why, why is he gotta? Why does he have to go to the Elven lands? Yeah, like why? Why can't he stay in the uh, the Shire? Unless it's just basically like the, you know, I I I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, right. that, thought, yeah, that, 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 that certainly because he was he had been like affected by the ring too much, but uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, that that's really the only thing. But like, it would have been nice to like um, hear someone say it. Yeah, like yeah, get, get like, something to check out. Like a one-line ex- explanation is all it would take. Yeah, of why he had to do that. I mean, they they had seventy-five cancer. They had se- yeah, they had seventy-five <laughs> endings. Like you think they could have like got just a little blurb in there about why he had to. Uh... Even in the books, do they? I don't even think in the books they no, they explain no, it to you that why no. he's got to go. They really, no, they don't at all. Yeah, why he's got to go to the Westland. Um, yeah, like, right. you you, you could have said because uh, where's where's the. Um, well, it's the home. I mean, they just said the home of. Uh, it's it's the whole premise of. Uh, what do you call it? The Amazon. The, the yeah, the Ring of Power. What was it? V- Vlandelier? Is that where they were going? Yeah. yeah, something like that. I know it's not Vlandelier, but what what is it called? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's healing power there that would you know like rest his um. Yes, rest his wound. Yeah. Rest his soul or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Co- couple more. Uh, things here, and we'll wrap up. We're gonna get this under two hours. Some <laughs> uh, so, someone brought someone. <laughs> apropos for the, what we're talking about, um, the only character to ever actually fully deny the ring's power. The, so, I've seen this brought up on the internet, and it's it's actually true. Who was the only one who was willing to destroy the ring? Uh, like destroy it itself. Like to actually destroy the ring, who was the only one who was not corrupted by the ring? Is it Sam? I, well, I think it's Gimli, right? Because doesn't Gimli try to destroy it at the at the table of Rivendell with the axe, and his axe smashes in like ten pieces? Yeah. yeah. So it was a two part question. You're both right. Gimli's the only one who ever tries to destroy it, and he tries to smash it, and his axe smashes. Sam is the only one to not be corrupted by it. Everyone else who holds it gets corrupted. Yeah, because Sam's holding it while Frodo he puts it on he, and is is walking through the uh, the the tower or whatever. Yeah, and he never he never got evil from. Yeah, it. when the the orcs have Frodo um, after he got Correct. webbed up by Shelob. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yes. 
Like, Frodo got evil by it. Like, Gandalf didn't trust himself and, like, got all, like, you know, deep voice. Yeah, I mean, uh, even, even Bar- is, is, Bar- is Boromir, Boromir just held the held it on the freaking chain and went all psycho. Yeah, he turned it. heel. Isildur couldn't destroy it. Um, yeah, nobody nobody could destroy it. Other yeah, than- I mean, I guess even, I mean, Elrond didn't hold it, but he wanted them. He he was begging Isildur to throw that shit in the river of fire. Isildur! Yeah. Destroy it! No. No. Yeah, so good. So good. All right, and a couple myths, true or false. First one, there are there's only one sequence where two females actually speak to each other or interact. And it is the only one I could think of, and Drew and I racked our brains for like 20 minutes, and I think it's true. Is that in the Battle of Helm's Deep, when all the townspeople like hide in 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 Helm's Deep, um, Eowyn like pats a little girl. The little girl's like, "Mummy, mummy, where's my mummy?" And the little and Eowyn's like, "It's gonna be okay, little one." That's it. I don't I don't think there's any other female to female interaction in the whole. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Trilogy. That's the, that's the extent of it. We're we're standing that is true. There's no other female to female interaction. And we went through like uh we went through all of them. Like like Liv Tyler Shelob is a female, like doesn't like nothing. Like there's just no female to female interaction. Mm-hmm. The only thing we thought is maybe Rosie Cotton at 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 um uh Bilbo's birthday when they were all dancing around and he was like you should go talk to her. Like maybe the girls were dancing with each other. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the only thing we could think of. I think that's the only spoken um, words were what you said. Yeah, yeah. And then another. This is we're calling this a debunk. But this has been floating around the internet. There's a theory that uh, Frodo didn't know who Legolas was, <laughs> and that's based on when when Frodo wakes up. I still don't understand this. Well, when Frodo wakes up after he gets passed out and he says everybody's name and he just gives Legolas like that weird look and everyone's like, doesn't he know that's Legolas? But like, yes, Frodo knows who Legolas is. Number one, they form the fellowship at the Council of Elrond. And like when he's like, you have my bow and my uh, and my you have my sword and my bow. And my axe. Like, right there. Like, yeah. he knows Legolas, right? Then they have the whole rest of the movie where they're the fellowship, like, traveling through the mines of Moria and all that stuff. Like, he knows who Legolas is. Like, they are together for hours and days. They're, like, they're, they're getting stuck in the snow, and Legolas is the one walking on the snow, like, looking up ahead, coming back and telling him and Gandalf, like, you know. Yes. What he could see. Now, there may not be any spoken words directly between the two. Uh, I don't know if that's a thing or not. You have my bow. Yeah, I think that's the only time they speak, is that right there. But he knows who Legolas is. Like, that, like, that's that, it. I, I don't even know. I can't believe that's even, like, an actual thing. It is. It is. It's a myth. We're, we're stamping that one as a myth. <laughs> that, that's Agreed. ridiculous. Tori, what other, do you have any juicy, juicy things? So juicy, sweet. Let's see. I was going to say random lines or quotes that you use in your everyday life. 
Meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh yeah. I, I like to use a uh, so it begins. You use <laughs> that a lot. Um, God, what are some other ones? I know there's other ones. I'm just blanking on. Uh, like uh, lines. Yeah, uh, yeah. Random, li random quotes that you you know throw out there during your everyday. A fool's hope. Yeah, I do use the fool's hope for sure. Fool's hope. Uh, um, a wizard arrives precisely when he means to. Potatoes. We, we, we send each other so many memes. I like All when. Right, uh, then keep your secrets. <laughs> no, I do use that one. Yeah, keep your secrets. I like when Gan uh, there was a there was a meme where it's like Gandalf shows up late to the airport and he's like, a wizard arrives precisely when he means to him. It's like. Yeah, buddy. This oh, is I sent that Airlines. one to you. That was really this is funny. Delta Airlines, you missed your flight. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was good. Um, ah, uh, I'm trying to think of any good. That only uh, counts as one. The the other meme Tori sent us when they list there was Dancer and Prancer and Common and Vixen and all and uh, list all the reindeer, but there was another reindeer <laughs> <laughs> that was made. They were all all of them. All of them deceived. deceived. That's another reindeer was made in secret. Ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's a good one. What else you got? Uh, let's see what else. Uh, how about favorite death scene? Is there a favorite favorite death? Like whether whether I mean Bor Bor Boromir's up there just because of the uh, That's what I my say, my the, what does he say? My but my captain my something my king. He says three things: something my captain my king. I don't know. Um. Yeah, that one's up there. Uh. I'll tell you, like, I'll throw out one, uh, I think it's during that fight scene, like, uh, you know, uh, Aragorn is fighting with, like, the one Urukai, and he, like, stabs him through the stomach, and the guy just kind of grabs the sword and pushes it in his stomach. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> And he's crazy. like, ah! And then Aragorn just takes <laughs> out the sword and fucking cuts off his head. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that was, that, that was, that was so badass. Yeah, that, that, that was, that, that's right, right after Boromir right after the hours, Bor right? Yeah, yeah. same scene, yeah. The, the Mouth of Sauron was a good one. Yeah, in the extended, yeah, yeah one. that one was, uh, uh, that one's really good. Um, obviously, Smeagol's death. Nah, that's hard. Yeah. That's fucking heartbreaking. Except the CGI on it was like just super weird. How like he just like sat on the lava for like three seconds before they actually yeah. like Dramatic. showed him melt. Whatever. But yeah, that was that was uh, that was know. that was devastating. I, um, Agma, I, I mean, get isn't like thinking. I mean, like, you're not gonna just like drop in and splash. You're all gonna sit on top of it before you start melting. Like, yeah. Um, I don't about know God. the science behind that. Ghost prom that all over again. Um, the uh, I, and again, not having read the books, but when I saw the Fellowship, uh, Gandalf like fake dying in the first one was pretty wild to me because I had no yeah. idea. Like I, had, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, like I didn't even, there. I didn't even, know, I didn't even know that there were going to be like sequels. That's how little I knew about the whole like Lord of the Rings thing. I thought like, you read them all. Not, not when I, not when I first saw them in high school. Like when I first saw the Fellowship. Oh, I didn't. Know oh yeah, that. no, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I only ended I, up saw. I, had I saw read I, the Hobbit. I, I, it wasn't that's the all I had read too. Yeah. With the other books at the time. Yeah, I saw the Fellowship because because our, our, we were doing the Hobbit in English class, and so that we took a field trip, and then I found out it was like a whole after I after I saw the first one, I was like, oh, this is awesome, but then there was like no end to it. I was like, oh, like is there is there more coming out? And then our teacher's like, yeah, they're they got two more movies. They're all they're coming out the next three years. I was like, oh, this is like a whole thing, and then I went back and read the books. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. Um, so the Gandalf thing, I was like, "Oh fuck! Did they just kill that wizard?" I gotta say the cave troll in Moria was kind of a cool death. Oh yeah, uh, that was pretty dope. 
in the scene with the ghosts, uh, what were those like elephant things that they? I feel like I, Olifants. I felt like the there was a yeah. cool death there that I'm that I can't really like. Well, I mean, like, Legolas like, basically. Down, like, the trunk yeah, 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 yeah. That only yeah, counts that, as one. That still only counts as one. Yeah, Legolas takes takes out like seven like seven dudes and then takes out the giant Olafont. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty dope. Uh, yep. All right. Well, look, um, we did fail to keep this under two hours. It's a minute fifty nine right now. Yeah, the music doesn't factor, count. You got to factor in the music. Bro. It doesn't count. It does. All right. Um, let's uh, let's just wrap this up. This okay. was fun. Good good suggestions, Drew. That was I knew this was gonna. Be a little bit robust, but that's all good. It was I mean, I, I had to come up with ideas because I, I I thought it was like going to be the Drew show again. I wanted to like really shine, and then you know, you decided to come back. Do you want the podcast to yourself? No, I don't. I don't. Uh, uh, you 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 can pay the bill. You can do all the posting. You can. I'm already the social I'm, I'm, media. You can do all the editing. You can have it if you want. I'm already out. I'm already out. All right. So you want to stop bitching then? I guess. Damn puss. Puss. All right, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Never nervous.